Ooh, what's up, book clubbers? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. And this is the Nerdy Wordy Book Club, the final episode of the Shadow Rising, the fourth book in the Wheel of Time. Today we'll be covering episode or uh, chapters. <laughs> episodes. Episodes 51 through 58. We got mm. to the end of the book. We've read four books of the Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Clarus, mm-hmm. how are you feeling about it? Uh, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I don't know if that's just like the Jamaican scent, <laughs> but that yeah, this uh, this book was pretty incredible. <laughs> We're uh, not recording this, so I'm going to have to. Um, I don't know how I'm going to put the audio up on the podcast. Should we just do the uh, the intro again? Here, everyone, everyone who's watching live, you get to watch the intro again for the podcast listeners. Okay. Oh my gosh. This is a little peek behind the curtain. So I'm going to hit record. And we're going to do all that again. Sorry, sorry guys. Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. And this is the final episode of The Shadow Rising, the book club. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. We're in Jamaica, so we don't have our theme song. So we're just going to roll with it. We have read four books, and we have a live chat. Mm -hmm. Um, Mike LL says, we don't see the beginning of your live stream because of ads. Oh, so I guess it doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't matter. You got, everyone gets to see it again, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Klaus, how are you feeling now that you've read four books in The Wheel of Time? Great. Great. Feeling good. <laughs> um, yeah, this book was, uh, was, was really, really incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it was a pretty special experience. I was really surprised. Uh, a lot of people in our chats have been saying that book four is the best book in the series. Yeah. Or is their favorite. Maybe not the best, but the right, favorite. Right, right, right. Is, is one of their favorites for sure. And I was really excited to get to it. And now that I've gotten to it, I get it. Yeah, oh. You know what I mean? Like this is this is a just, it, not even just a Wheel of Time book, but this, this is a fantastic novel. Yeah. There's so much. And and the honestly, I think what makes this book so good is the setup that the other three provide for it as well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because yeah. the the payoff is there, and you don't get that without you know hard work and dedication. Yeah, and I, I definitely think that there are things about the first three books that I didn't love mm-hmm. that this one was able to um, subvert my expectations of how a Robert Jordan book goes, mm-hmm. and in doing that, it made me like it even more. Like I really enjoyed that we got another Wheel of Time book, but that did, it had a very different structure from the previous three. Yeah. Because I had previously complained, not complained, but I, my, my lows in previous books had been the repetitive nature of how he structures the ends of his novels. Yes. And so to get an end of a novel here and, and the middle of a novel that just so drastically drives away from that structure mm-hmm. um, and, and does so by being more interesting than those structures, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I, I was really impressed. Uh, and I think... Um, yeah, this is definitely my favorite book in the series so far. Yep, so far, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, I want to. I want to just pop over to the live chat for a second, and say hi to everyone. Hi, um, friends. In particular, I do want to say a good morning to our mods. We have the best mod crew on uh, YouTube, uh, including. Do. Oh, I don't think Matt Turk is a mod yet. Did you not? I don't think I added. Sorry, Matt Turk, if you're here. Matt Turk will be a mod. You messed up. <laughs> I messed up. I have his thing, so I can do it. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Yeah. And yeah, we are in Jamaica. If you are wondering why it looks different, we're in beautiful Jamaica. We are. Mm-hmm. And I hope the sound is okay. For those of you who are like, wow, you guys didn't burn. Congrats. <laughs> You're wrong. We both got a little bit on our shoulders and that's it though. It's like right here. Just yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Just, just here and here. And that's, yeah. Yeah, the red on and her face is blush. Yes. This <laughs> one is on purpose. 
Uh, all right, shall we dive into the chapters? Heck yeah. Shadow Rising, chapter 51. Revelations in Tanchico. Now that we've kind of, we, we, we've kind of gotten to the end of the Tenchiko arc, how do, what, what do you think of Tenchiko as a city before we get into it? Oh, God. Would, would, not, um, <laughs> would not recommend. Zero out of ten stars. It reminds me of, like, the stories people tell about New York in the 80s. Yeah. Where, like, you don't go down this block, you don't go down this block. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're going to go somewhere, you bring your limo. It has that bulletproof glass. Yeah. The, um, the, the, like, the, the guys come home every day from, like, with like cuts and bruises on their face, I'm like, wow, this uh, this is really not a very friendly place. Threk, thank you for coming back to the nerd table. Uh, Jason Runner says a whole book without a Gwen getting captured. Who would have thunk it? What? Who would have thunk it? It was very nice, very nice <laughs> to see you. Thank you for that super chat and for that uh, membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, Nynaeve and Elaine find out that Aguinan is a member of the Sanchin and freak out. Yeah, yeah, well, I re- reasonably so. Like, uh, I, <laughs> I did not, I wasn't expecting, the way that it was broken up, this was like the first chapter we came back to, mm-hmm. and so I was just not prepared for it to like dive in head first, and yeah. I was like, oh wow, that that was fast. But it wasn't really, if, you, if you're reading the whole book continuously like normal people. <gasps> yeah. Bob, Bob C, thank, thank you for, for that. Thank you for the super duper chat. Hey guys, one of my favorites for sure. Have fun. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. And Methany, thank you as well for the super Wheel of chat. Time Trip Advisor. <laughs> We yeah, I would not. I would not go to Tenshiko. Maybe we should do that. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll create we'll create a where to go in uh, the Wheel of Time, where to go in Randland, and where not. To. The only place is Emmonsfield. Anywhere else, nightmare. Emmonsfield's great. Yeah, everything else uh, very questionable. Um, cannot confer like cannot guarantee that you won't die. Um, I, re- I really liked the way that Robert Jordan wrote the um, push and pull of Egwene, or not Egwene, sorry, Elaine and uh, Nynaeve. Being like, I like her so much. Oh, but at Yannin? the same time being like, I'm mad at her because she's Sancho, but like, she's also seems like a really dope chick and I want to just hang out with her and have a blast. <laughs> Robin says, welcome to the nerd table. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, my one like kind of irritation with it was that the number of times that Egwene was like, we're not that different after all. I was Egwene? like, or sorry, uh, Nynaeve, Nynaeve, my bad. Um, I was like, okay, uh, yeah, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Yeah, but you know, it, it, it's much like Ganon tr- is le- is losing this, you know, va- version of herself. Because mm-hmm. Ganon can never go back. Ganon is not functionally a member of the Sanchen anymore. Yeah. She will never be allowed back among the Sanchen people. And so while she's losing that, uh, I think that we're watching Nynaeve kind of be presented with a time that she's wrong about someone yeah. for the first time where she has evidence, right? Like, I think she's wrong about Moraine personally, yeah. but she doesn't have evidence that Moraine is wrong. She is being shown through Aguinan's actions that Aguinan is not the person that Nynaeve has built up in her head mm-hmm. upon the word Sanchin. And so it's, it's actually a really interesting way that Robert Jordan is showing a character overcoming a prejudice because of the, the real world evidence is just being presented in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I. Sorry, I got distracted by Methany's comment. Have you figured out why Elaine keeps getting the veil in her mouth? No. Because she walks around like this. Because <laughs> she's, she's a nose up noble. She's like, oh, what? Who? Who down there? No, Elaine's not like that. Um, which, you know, she we, is a little bit. Well, no. She's consistently like that a little bit. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I would argue, especially with what happens later with, um, um, oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I almost called her Amaranth and that's not her name. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Panarch. Um, Amathine, I think her the, name is. The Amathine? Pa Panarch. Panarch. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Every time I read Panarch, it reminded me of The Hunger Games. Oh. Because I was like Pan Am. I did not. The Panarch of Pan Am. I did not think of that, actually. Um, no, but I mean that, like, you know, Elaine Elaine is very kind to people, but uh -huh, uh -huh. she is snooty. And yeah. it goes back to the Great Hunt when her and Nynaeve are talking, and Nynaeve is like, or Elaine is like, we only have 30 gold. What are we going to do? And Nynaeve's like, what are you talking about? We're fine. Yeah. We have yeah. so much money right now. Yeah, it's, it's like I Elaine has a really wonderful heart, but obviously when you are raised a certain way, it's... Like, <clears throat> you just, you think the world works in a certain way. So, yeah, it's 100% that she's just kind of like nose in the air, but never in a negative way. Joey Fisher points out another great moment. Thank you for that super chat, Thank Joey you, Fisher. Thank you, super chat. Uh, favorite part of this section, Elaine not realizing the curtsy her maids give her is different than what they would give each other. In the kitchens, when they do get to the Penarts Palace, yeah. they, in the kitchens, Elaine curtsies to the cook. Yeah. And the cook gets upset with her about it as if she's mocking the cook. Oh, because it's a curtsy her servants give her. When yeah, I yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was very confused at that moment. I was like, why? But mm -hmm. no, that makes total sense. Um, so this chapter is essentially just them making a plan. Like, that's kind of it. Mm -hmm. uh, they're sitting at a table and they make a plan. And they, uh, they the boys all show up. We mm -hmm. get Tom, we get Bale Doman, and we get Juillen. Uh, they show up. Bail Doman is the re what Bail Doman showing up is the reason they find out that um, Aguinan is Sanchin. Yeah. Because obviously she did kidnap him at one point and take yeah. him hostage, mm -hmm. um, uh, which I guess turns him on. I guess so. Bail Doman is just into Aguinan real quick. So hard. And she's so into him. She's like, Bail Doman is built like a man. I'm like, okay, alrighty. Well, and it's funny because. Smut corner. It's cut, you clapped so I'm close sorry, to the microphone. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. My, I'm so sorry, podcast. We have a different listeners. setup today. You gotta you be careful. I'm sorry. If you have headphones, I apologize. Uh, so, yeah, Bail Doman. Bail Doman, and um, I don't remember when he met Aguinan the first time, him being like, she's the perfect woman for me. You don't remember? I don't remember the no, first time, like, the, them having any sort of that. So it was just funny this time like, that he's like, now that she's not boarding his ship, he's like, well. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is like, she was literally, like, taking his livelihood and mm -hmm. capturing him. You know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit different there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Bail Doman shows up and uh, Nynaeve freaks out, obviously. Uh -huh. uh, and they, <laughs> they channel a little bit at her. Uh, to like make sure she can't leave. They keep the doors locked, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and then everyone kind of shows up one at a time uh, and reveals that uh, it's all going down in the Panarch's palace. Yeah, everyone and, finds out at the same time. It's great. Yeah, and so they kind of are like, all right, we got to get in there. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they make a plan um, and they don't, they don't really tell us what that plan is yet. No, no, they, not yet. Anyways, uh, <laughs> my favorite is the like dick measuring competition that the boys all have. Like, yeah, they get yeah, yeah. mad that the other one got there first, mm -hmm. and they're, like, super salty. That, yeah. Well, and, and then and Nynaeve is right, because they're like, well, I'm the one who figured it out. And Nynaeve is like, no, the information that all three of you brought me individually isn't enough to solve this. Yeah. However, all three when we of you put it together, we're good. It, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Nynaeve, big brain. I also, I, I, liked the, I liked the moment where they're sitting around, and they're like, well, 
uh, I think it's Nynaeve goes, Amathira is either, is one of three things. And they don't immediately assume something about Amathira. They yeah. know the Black Aja are evil, but they take a moment to be like, they, they're not like, oh, Amathira, let them in. Let's go get her. They're yeah. like, all right, we need to figure out what's going on with Amathira yeah. because we don't know. Yeah. And she's either a dark friend, she's under, she's a captive, or, um, I wrote them down, um, or she thinks that the Black Sisters are normal Aes Sedai. Yes, and she's, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would have been the worst option because they could have shown up and been like, we're Aes Sedai, and the Black Sisters could have been like, you're novices, what are you, ta- you're accepted, what are you talking about? <laughs> could you imagine? They're like, uh, You were never no. raised to full Aes Sedai. What are these children doing here? Children. Oh my god, can <clears throat> you imagine? <laughs> um, um, Gunleaver actually brings up an excellent point. Uh, plans that are not revealed before they are executed always work. Mm-hmm. If you get the plan ahead of time, it's so you see how it gets messed up. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> this is a good time to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Audible. What? Audible is a website where you can download the sounds of human beings reading books so mm-hmm. that you don't have to. Yeah. Do you hate squinting at night and mm-hmm. would just like to close your eyes and have someone else read you a book like mm-hmm. your mom used to when she loved you? Then go to audible.com, uh, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly and you can get a free audiobook and a free month of Audible. Oh my Yeah, God. it's just like when your mother cared about you. Wow, I, that was that was like dark. That, that was real dark. Audible, if you're in Jamaica and the sun's too bright and you can't see the pages in front of you, you just you put in your ears. <laughs> that was a better one. You're welcome. I don't know. I liked, like, your mom doesn't love you anymore. Oh, <clears throat> that was rough. That was rough. Um, so the girls go to bed mm-hmm. and they bring a gin in with them. And they're like, we hate you, but you're going to sleep in the bed with us. Well, I, I get it. Because it's like, what are they supposed to do with her? Oh, no. Or no, they put her on a pallet. They, she's not in the bed with them. No, no, um, no. But yeah. It's I, my corner. I, I, I just was like, yeah. I mean, I guess there's not like another room that they could lock her in or something. Yeah. Well, and they're, you know, like, it's easier for them to keep an eye on her. And I, I'm assuming to like hold her hostage if, they, if they're present, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that, I was like, yep, yeah, this makes sense to me. I'd probably do the same thing. And uh, so Nynaeve puts on a ring, a very special ring, and makes her way to Telerandriod. Yep. She, uh, she goes for a little stroll. Uh, and so she ends up in the heart of the stone again, because, you know, it's time. It's that time of the week. Where her and Egwene sit down, have a little girl chat. It's that time of the week. It's that time of the week. Girls night. Girls night. Uh, and so, of course, Nynaeve is still struggling with her clothing. She's uh, she's a little bit more um, uh, goaded up with the soft sexual style than I think she'd like to be. Uh, when Egwene shows up and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then Amis and uh, Bayer are there as well, of course. Oh just God. to bring a little bit more embarrassment to Nynaeve. Yeah. And yeah, it was great. The, 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 the way that Nynaeve treats... <laughs> what are those? Uh, uh, the, the, the way that uh, Nynaeve treats Amis and Bayer here mm-hmm. really like betrays to me that Nynaeve just doesn't like being around women who know more than her. Yeah. In a way that I'm like, that's kind of gross. I think she'll learn. But and yeah, that- she's she she gets like really insecure and intimidated by strong women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is... It, well, and, and I think that that's why her and Egwene had such a problem when Egwene was finally not, like, a child in Emmons Field. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, I have faith. I think she's going to overcome it. But it's, it's 
see. I hope so, because it's every time she meets any woman. Yeah. Like, Nynaeve just cannot seem to have a functional relationship with a woman that she is not domineering over. And I, I, it's just, it's kind of, like, it's kind of gross. And mm. when it was just Moiraine, there were, like, more reasons for it. Mm-hmm. But with Amis and Bayer, like, you've never met these women. And your first impression towards them was terrible. Yeah. Like, if I met Nynaeve and she behaved that way on the first meeting, I'd be like, I'm good. I don't need to see that person ever again. Yeah. I don't really... Like, I I think, like, Nynaeve is just so out of her element. And, and like... And these women make her uncomfortable because, like, she... she, she I don't think she really understands what's going on, especially with Teleron Riyadh. Like, being mm-hmm. there, I think, like, is also an added element to that. Yeah. Um, right? You know, like, Egwene is there and, like, she's learning about it, at least. But Nynaeve is just, like, putting on this ring and, like, hoping for the best, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's, it's, it's just, it, it points to constantly that she's the worst person for the mission that she's on. Because she's such a bad spy. Like, she cannot enter any situation without just this massive ego. Yeah. And, like, really hangs on her presupposed biases in a way that uh, are, just, just gets in the, get, gets in her way constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 yeah, it's just kind of shocking that, like, at this point, we're still dealing with this same insecurity that, like, I just cannot wait for her to get over it. Because it is really frustrating that every time she meets a woman, she gets defensive and antagonistic, and she makes yeah. all sorts of assumptions. Yeah, yeah, and she thinks, like, she knows best. And, and, and she gets away with it because she's so strong in the power. Yeah. But I would like to like her more. Yeah, I think someone's going to give Nynaeve the smackdown. You know what I mean? Like, she's going to, like, like, sh- like I don't know. Maybe, like, Leandrin's going to hand her ass to her and, like, she'll barely escape. But, like, it's... It, I, I don't know. Yeah, Nynaeve, I think, needs to be, like, humbled in a sense. But also needs to get over this, like, block that she has with, like, having to be angry at a channel. Mm-hmm. It's, she's a very complicated character, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, a lot of people are saying that um, she has insecurities from being a too young wisdom. Sure, but I mean, yeah, th- she, th- that doesn't make it nice to... Be- like, here's the thing. I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't like being around insecure people because I don't like dealing with their insecurities. Yeah. Or openly insecure people. Everyone has some insecurities. But if your entire personality, if your interactions with people is so driven by your insecurities... Yeah. It, it becomes miserable to be around you at a certain point. Yeah, for sure. And that's why I think, like, I think I think Nynaeve might be the person who, like, grows the most in these books, potentially. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you know, I think I think I could definitely see that happening. Um, um, Perry Wolf, thank you for that super chat. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Nynaeve also became wisdom too young, and the only way she could be successful in the role was by bulldozing and domineering over the women's circle. So this is the only way she knows how. Yes. That, that is not what is happening here though she is not meeting people that she needs to domineer over she is meeting people that she has to work with no but it is learned behavior i don't think it is she doesn't know these people like it is a different thing to domineer over people who you legitimately have a role over Uh than to domineer over every single person you run into even though they are yes, it's, it's from learned, a different culture than you. It's learned behavior. But she that has, makes it she grew that up makes in her Emin- so like that makes her so incapable no, we all of have, intelligence. We all have bad habits. 
You know what I mean? Like we all have bad habits and the cultures across like the continent are all so varied and different, right? Mm -hmm. And she grew up in Emmonsfield and this is how she learned how to do things. This is how she learned how to get shit done. This is how she like learned um, and like came into herself, like became an adult. Like the, your formative years are like so important. And I just think that Nynaeve through her formative years mm -hmm. were like, I must be a bulldozer. And it's really, really hard to like unlearn that. And okay, I know okay, okay. People. True, true, true. I, mm -hmm. I, I hear that. We are now a year. We are over a year yeah. into her consistently being in situations with people who know more than her and who mm -hmm. can help her. And her not listening to I'm not saying to she's right. Like, I'm not saying there, she's right. There is a point. She's a slow learner. <laughs> there, there, there's a point where you have to go naive. Mm -hmm. It's been a year of this. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. It's not cute anymore. Yeah. I Grow which up. Is, which is why it's, I think by the end of the series. It's like the kid in school that still behaves like they're a freshman in college when you're a junior. And you're like, you're a junior. Get your shit together. That's only a year difference though, you said. That's my point. It's been a year of Nynaeve doing yeah, but the same thing. so many people are like that. So many people are not that much different from like grade 10 to grade 11. But those people don't 11. have responsibility. Nynaeve has this massive responsibility that uh -huh. she's taken and that she says she's taking seriously. Uh -huh. And I, I, I'm saying that I don't think she's taking it seriously. I think that she is squandering this opportunity to... to, to and obviously she gets away with it because she's so powerful. But like, I, I find it really... I just find it frustrating. I in think this she's chapter. taking it seriously. I just don't think she's very good at it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Obama Kenobi, thank um, you for joining the Narcs. Thank you for becoming uh, a Narc. Jen Lee Bell, uh, thank you for re-joining re the Narcs. I uh, <laughs> can't say it. I'll catch up later. Just want to pop in and say hi. Hope you guys are having a blast in Jamaica. Thank we you are. so much. And uh, Sand a Sticks Den Glockta, uh, everything you hate about Nynaeve now will make you love her more in the future. Don't give mm -hmm. up. Uh, hope Nynaeve is amazing. She will grow. Oh, I'm sure she will grow. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure she'll grow. I just, I'm, 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 it's... We're at, we're at the like it's been a year the same thing. Oh for sure. And, and she, Nynaeve she is comes a into the situation frustrating... like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. It, Nynaeve is a frustrating character, which is why I think like she will have one of the best like growth arcs in the series, um, which I am excited for. But yeah, in this moment, you're like Nynaeve. I just like... want I just would love for her to meet someone who knows something that could help her, and her be like, hey, teach me. Yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. I'm open to something. Yeah. She's she's not open to a damn thing. And yeah. it's hurting her. Yeah. And she's getting mocked by everyone for it and doesn't realize, which is so sad. Yeah, 100%. I, yeah. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh. So, yeah. So, Bayer is like, there is a way for you to get to where you need to go. Mm -hmm. And it's just if you, like, need it. I, I Did you understand this at all? No. <laughs> Use the need. Yeah. And I was like, I was okay. Like, okay. I was, I was really expecting... So if you want really hard, Santa will bring you the gift you need. <laughs> I need do to... believe in fairies. <laughs> we need to get everyone in New York to believe in Santa so that his sleigh can fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it everyone definitely gave believe that in Santa. Well, and I thought that she was going to end up wherever Lan was. Like, I thought we were getting set up for her, like, oh. ending up, like, outside of Lan's tent in the threefold waste That's or something. That's so funny. I didn't even think about that. Because I just, I was like, what does, what are Nynaeve's needs and what she needs? Mm-hmm that d she needs that um, that d <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. but yeah so i wouldn't that that's actually i didn't even think about that but i just when she said like you have to go towards what you need i just figured that was where it was gonna go mm -hmm. but instead we get naive kind of like um clicking her heels together three times and she ends up bouncing around the panarch's palace a little bit yeah she ends up in uh amathira's room where amathira is being uh tortured forced to sing in the nude 
Was that in the dream or was that later? That was in the dream. The girls, um, um, whatever the black Aja, she's sitting there and she's like, I'm going to teach you the song. And Nynaeve's like, what the fuck is going on? And then oh. Amathira, like the the uh, the, for the black Aja is sitting facing away from her. Right, right. And so Amathira right. sees Nynaeve and she realizes she has to pop out. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because Amathira is like, oh my God. So like, um, what are you looking at? And so then we get to know um, that... Amathira is not a dark friend. She's being held prisoner. So mm-hmm. checked one thing off the list there. Uh, and she pops again into this uh, room mm-hmm. with a bunch of stuff in it. And she sees a lady. A lady? She sees a lady. And then she kind of like has like... <laughs> she has like an epiphany? Total recall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's her. <laughs> the, she's like, oh, uh, mem- memories. <laughs> It's all coming back. It's all coming <laughs> back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Brigitte shows up. Yeah. Because Brigitte can just show up. Yeah. And we find out she's like not supposed to. Kind of. She's like there, but like she like shouldn't really be. Because the wheel will be mad at her, I guess. <laughs> Spoiler, I'm there singing the song the Tinkers are looking for. <laughs> don't. I don't know that that is true. <laughs> No, you don't think that I that's don't the song? think that I don't think the Tinkers are looking for a song about having a train run on you. Um, personally. Hua, thank you for that super chat. Brigitte uh, is <laughs> better than the two of Rosagers is better than Hawkeye. <laughs> don't tell Hawkeye. I don't know. I don't know. Hawkeye uh he's hits he's hit some pretty incredible shots. Um Brigitte is just there. Yeah. She shows up, she's like, Hey, I've been I've been I've been checking you out. And then, like, I'm watching you. the love of her life shows up, and Nynaeve's like, wow, ugly man. And I was like, what the f- Okay. Like, wow, yeah, that guy looks like so shit. Judgmental. I was like, um, okay. Yeah. What? And Brigitte's like, yeah, this is, like, the love of my life. You know, every time we get churned out by the wheel, we somehow wind up together. It's crazy. I was like, Nynaeve, you're so mean. Like, uh, or maybe that's... Nynaeve r- isn't totally difficult with Brigitte, though. No, that's I guess I guess she can show a little bit of respect to you if you're an ancient warrior from fairy tales. Yes, who um, is kind of immortal in a weird way, but you can only show up when like the horn calls you. So yeah, and so um, Nynaeve sees the seal on the Dark One's prison that's there, the Quendalar, mm-hmm. sees the bracelet, and Brigitte pulls her away, and Nynaeve is like, "Tell me everything you know about Megidian." And you called it. You you last week you were like, "Oh, it's Megidian." Yeah. When we read that section. And I didn't even know who Mogidian was at that point. Is it or is it Mogidian or is it Mogadian? Mogadian. Mogadishu. That's how I read it in my head, but I have no chat will tell us. Mogadian. I that's Mogidian. See, I think I'm going to Gideon because of the AI on the Wave Rider in Legends of Tomorrow. So it's like my Gideon. Mogidian. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. okay. That 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 makes sense. <clears throat> We're probably <throat> both wrong. So mm-hmm. it's fine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, they, they, uh, as she's getting all this information that she needs, uh, about power. that's how you say it, okay. Megidian? Yeah, I was, I was reading it Mogadian. Um, yeah. uh, Sex Monkey says it's debatable, so we'll go with that. One, one thing I wanted to point out, a line that I wanted to point out was, uh, Brigitte says that, uh, Megidian once promised Brigitte that, uh, she would make me weep alone for as long as the wheel turns. She said it as a fact simply as a fact that had simply not yet happened or yeah. something like that. I might have misquoted. Um, do you think we're going to see that happen? 
I think so. Is that like a prophecy that we're going to see? Yeah, yeah. I don't think Robert Jordan would bother mentioning that if it wasn't going to like be a thing. So yeah, of, of course. Of course <clears throat> we are going to see that happen. I like that Brigitte brought up, she was like, if I got turned up by the wheel now, I'd be a baby. Like I can't even really help in this fight. Yeah. Which makes me think that like there's going to be other forms of resurrection because I think, or, or Brigitte is going to be part of the fight that happens in the dream world. Because I think that we're going to get like Perrin and the dream wolves fighting some big battle. And I think yeah. Brigitte will be with him when he does. Well, or Matt can just blow the horn and they can show up, right? Oh, right. The horn. Oh, 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 oh. But the horn. Where's the horn? Where is the horn? Oh, uh. Did it ever, did it ever actually get back to Tarvalon? I, I don't know. Y'all, where is the horn? Uh, Did we forget something in this book? Mogedian, according to the glossary. That's Mogedian. No, Mogedian. It has to. The emphasis has to be on the capitalized one. Mogedian. Mogedian. It's Mogedian. I'm so confused. I am is a speaking spell. Is it? Is it in the white? I forgot. I wasn't sure. Did if it, it get made all the way back? Varian yeah. brought it with the girls in book three. Okay. 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 Right, right. No, when Matt, yeah, with Matt and the dagger, the horn, it was all together. So Aleda has the horn. So yeah, or she doesn't know she is the horn. Ooh, that would be interesting. Or did they get the horn out somehow? Um, who? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I definitely. I definitely think it's like still. It's hidden there, still in a tower. That would make the most sense. I think. Oh, can you? So are they gonna have to like? Are, are, are the, like, anti-Aleda Aes Sedai going to have to, like, raid the White Tower? And get the horn, To get maybe. the horn back? Maybe. Rad. Yeah, that'll be I'm fun. I'm down for that. <clears throat> I am down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, they wake up, and there's some commotion in the hallway. Uh, there's some fighting. Uh, Tom probably gets cut again, because Tom, Tom is just a litany of bruises and cuts at this point. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Tom is looking worse for wear. Every time he leaves, he comes back with a new one. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, I wrote down some notes. Uh, I wrote down some things at the bottom here I want to talk about about Teleron Riyadh before we move on, because I think they're going to be important later on in the series. For sure. One is uh, you cannot step into someone else's dream unless they want you to be there. So, like, there's, like, I thought that no, all dreams were in Teleran they... Riyadh, right? But, like, apparently, like, you have, like, Teleran Riyadh is, like, the, like, shared dream world. Yeah. And then people have their own dream worlds. Yeah, so if you force your way into someone else's dream, they basically have complete control over you, whether or not they realize it. Yeah. Which um, is horrifying. And uh, the, you can force people into Teleran Riyadh, but you would be able to completely control them if you do that. Right? Is that Teleron Riyadh or like your dream? This this part was like very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I don't know if it was not explained very well, but like. So I no, but I they specifically say that you can force someone into Teleron Riyadh and control them in the dream world. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, obviously that's going to happen to someone now that we know about it. Well, and they said that it was used near the end of the Age of Legends, right? Like mm-hmm, this yeah, was yeah. like a thing that they that the Dark Friend or the Forsaken did. Yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering who's going to be the person that gets pulled into the dream world that way. And why is it going to be Matt? And why is it going to be Matt? It's bad luck. Oh my god, wait. No, never mind. What? No, I, that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, doesn't make any sense. We know it's the world of dreams. See Amethyra. Yeah. 
There's a bunch about tar that will make more sense later. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, we know it happens in the world of dreams because Amathira is pulled into Teleron Riyadh by the Black Aja, and she's completely out of control in there. Oh. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do actually okay. already know about that. I didn't read it that way. For some reason in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, Amathira entered Teleron Riyadh, and no, of course. Yeah. That, of course that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Um, that's been happening to the Taviran Trio with Baalzaman. I don't know that it's been happening with the Taviran Trio with Baalzaman, though, because they've been able to run away from him. Yeah, yeah, there is definitely a measure of control. That makes that interesting, right? Because yeah. they've been able to escape him in Teleron Riyadh. Mm-hmm. So I think that they've had a level of control. Rand obviously is can enter Teleron Riyadh because he's can channel. Perrin can do it because he's a wolf friend. Mm-hmm. Matt, we actually, I don't think we ever got a POV of Matt in, in the, dream the dream world? world. So he might not be able to to control anything there. No, 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 we did. We did, because Matt picked up the figurine with the dagger, right? Or was that when they all three were there? Oh my god, this was like book one. Yeah, some book one Remember stuff. Remember when there were figurines? There was a guy with a wolf, a guy with a <clears> dagger, <throat> and then I don't remember. Well, what maybe was. um maybe. I mean, maybe Matt has some, like, other thing, right? Matt, Matt's luck is uh, power like parents is a power, right? And maybe that's how it allows him to have some semblance of control in the dream world. Yeah. I don't he know. He only talks about it. You didn't see his POV. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, like, because I, I remember Matt, like, walking over to pick up the figurine with the dagger. Mm-hmm. And Balsamon being like, oh, so that one, that you're that one. I also wonder if... Um, it's partially just Robert Jordan not fully having like that part of it figured out when he wrote book one. And so maybe some of the dream world stuff in book one doesn't line up with everything in later books. You know, like how the channeling is very different. We have not seen someone grow to be 40 feet tall since Moiraine did it. <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, neighborly friend says, but Alzaman was spying on their dreams, not in Tarvalon. Not in- oh, so they okay. So they were in their own right, right. Because if there's the Teleron Riyadh and then the dream bubbles that they their own, everyone has their own little dream multiverse universe. So Balzaman when but if he went into their dreams, they would have control over him. So I don't think that works either, right? Yeah, right? I think maybe it just was like a little bit inconsistent because yeah, yeah. of because it, it evolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what is consistent, though? What? How much I love Perrin. You know what is also consistent? What? His axe is uncomfortable every time he wears it. There's always a line about it, like, digging into his side yeah, or, yeah. like, poking him in the arm. Like, like there's there's always something, and I found that so fascinating. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I see what you're doing there. I see, um, I see you. So this chapter starts with good news. The best news of, of the book. Uh, Loyal's okay. Guys, Loyal is okay. Yeah. Uh, Loyal and Gal come back from having successfully destroyed, I think, the Waygate. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they destroyed, but he says it's like closed for good and only an Aes Sedai or like the Ogier can open it again. Which right? is like not that helpful because there are, the Forsaken are uh, Aes Sedai. So you're like, all right, well, Lord Luke could go do it. Well, um... Unless you need like 13 Aes Sedai, if it's one of those It things. depends if anyone remembers how. That's, well, but Lord Luke would be the one who remembers how. Why would he be the one who Because he was there when it happened. When the Waygates were made? Oh, actually, he might have been sealed up in the boar. So maybe he wouldn't have seen it, right? I just like, there are so many things that are like lost 
from ages past mm-hmm. that like reopening like resetting up a way gate maybe like no one remembers how to do that uh, maybe not maybe like maybe i'm wrong but i just in my head i was like oh no they're good mm-hmm. because i don't i don't think anyone's getting that back open again um so uh they're they they bring back the news that there must be just thousands and thousands and thousands like seven thousand uh mm-hmm. trollocs in the two rivers and lord luke comes over and he's like like a thousand don't worry about it it's gonna be fine Mm -hmm. and i was like lord luke you're you're not a good person like you're a bad dude and at no point have i ever thought that you weren't a bad dude yeah um and i was right uh no lord luke gave bad vibes from the beginning we love time says you think luke is forsaken nerdy nightly yes he is isam right he's slayer and he's isam yeah that's what i think yeah, he has to be, and and Perrin and him are gonna go fight in whatever that tower is at some point. Yeah, they're gonna go have their tower fight. The tower fight. Yeah, it's actually gonna be a tower defense battle. Um, and Perrin's gonna have to place his towers, and Assam's gonna send waves of Trollocs. And if Perrin can get to level fifty, then he can pay ninety nine cents to unlock the rest of the game. Oh my god! No, it's actually a real time strategy. <laughs> it's an RTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but but how many how many clicks per minute does Perrin have on his keyboard? You know, what I mean, if he's under three hundred, he's not going to win. He's got to get those numbers up. <laughs> he's got those are rookie numbers, Perrin. <laughs> I know you've never seen a keyboard before. Mm-hmm. Um. So they uh, they they so after Loyal and Gal arrive, we get uh, Daniel showing up, and he's like, Perrin, there's a guy who is here to see you. Mm-hmm. We th- and we think he's here to kill you. Maybe we don't know what's going on. But, like, he's here to see you. And so Perrin gets to the edge of the town. Mm-hmm. And the guy uh, manages to say, we are coming, sent to tell you we are ka. And then he dies. And then he dies. I literally was like, oh, it's, it's like another, like, part of the two rivers. Like, there are, there are other people coming. I felt like that was pretty obvious. Did you catch onto that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that one doesn't really feel like it was, like... Because the only other humans mm-hmm. are... The the only other humans in the area are the white cloaks, the white cloaks who are with Ordeath and the and the people of the two rivers. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of was like, we're gonna get the like, um, it's gonna be like the riders of Rohan showing up in the battle, mm-hmm. and we did. Like I wasn't surprised by that at all. I no, loved it. It was great. I was very emotional. The, no, the moment was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't. I was not surprised at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though they're like, we don't know what this means. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Perrin comes up with the idea, um, to send Fael away. And he's like, I, uh, I, I need you to go to Camelin and tell Morghese to send people back to save us. And yeah. he knows, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He, he, and he feels bad about it. I like that he felt bad about it. He was like, sorry, but he like, couldn't see her being there. Yeah. And I like the touch that everyone else also knew. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, everyone knew what was going on, including Fael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Perrin didn't fool anybody, but, like, it was, like, a valiant effort, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I appreciated it. I, it was sad. Like, this moment, like, th- this whole thing was, was, was heart-wrenching. Like, I, I don't know. Perrin, Perrin Yeah, especially when rough. she goes, all right, if I'm leaving, we're getting married. Yeah, <laughs> And Perrin's yeah. like, yeah, in a year, we have customs. Yeah. She's like, nope. <laughs> Don't give a shit. We're getting no, no, married No, that's not now. what she says. That's not what she says. She says, um, I may have fudged a couple of things with uh, how I told our story to the Women's Council 
and they think we have been together for a year, so we're actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're 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 good. And like honestly, like I'm horny, so let's get married. Well, and I just love that parents are like, oh, you lied to them. Yeah, I'll, I'll go along with that. <laughs> I mean, they've kind they've they've been traveling together a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The women's council doesn't know how long. Yeah, exactly. It has not been a year, but like you know, it's it's been an who, amount of time. Who says they counted the days anyway? Time moves differently in the ways. You don't know how long they've been together. It's true. <laughs> they were in the ways. You never know. Um. So yeah. So they uh they get married. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> yep. That's it. Uh, no, it's not it. He fall. Parents like nothing I'm, else happens. No, that's the end of the book. Uh, parent goes to bed. Uh, actually, they get married after all this. Um, there, there's a night we need to talk about uh, a very important night before. We do. Um, a so very important. The night, night before the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, parent goes to sleep, and he's in the wolf dream, and he's looking around, and he, the sky turns into um big flat screen televisions again, uh, and he sees three things. They're uh, they're OLED. Uh, she sees, he sees Egwene stood among a crowd of women, fear in her eyes. Slowly, the women knelt around her. Nynaeve was one of them. Yeah. And he believed he saw Elaine's red gold hair. What is happening here? She's becoming the Emerlin seat. But why is she scared of that? Who wouldn't be scared of that? Okay. That's fair. I don't know. That's the immediate thought that I had. I, I was, I, I kind of read it as like, she's going to have some, um, she's going to have some, like, important purpose or power that everyone is going to realize they like i don't know i think her i think because she's going to be like the most powerful like dreamwalker like she's gonna be like formidable mm-hmm. she's gonna become the amberlin seat and yeah everyone's gonna fucking bow down to her because she can do some crazy crazy stuff i could buy that i could buy yeah. that for a dollar yeah um it, it definitely i think amberlin seat makes sense I, I just, we've never seen, like, the I said I bow to each other. Sex Monkey's like, she's a fucking child, maybe? That's why she's scared. Fair. Fair. Um, we, we've never seen the I said I bow to one, or maybe, no, I guess maybe they have. We've never seen the I said I, like, kneel before each other, except for, I guess, um, Moiraine in the scene in the White Tower. Mm-hmm. So I think the kneeling was what threw it off for me. Because okay. we, we've only, That's fair. every Aes Sedai tradition has been, like, we place the thing upon you and we welcome you in and we all kind of, like, stand around and, like... I, but, like, we've never really seen an Amarlin be raised, so I don't know what that ceremony is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think she's going to be raised in the tower, right? The mm-hmm. tower's not going to belong to her. It's She's going to, like, gather up the the good Aes Sedai, and, and she's going to just become Amarlin of, like, this, what's left, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, then she sees, or, or sorry, Perrin sees Matt... Uh, naked and bound, snarling, an odd spear with a black shaft had been thrust across his back between his elbows and a silver medallion, a fox head, hung on his chest. This is, um, this is Matt, um, uh, this is Smut Corner. He's, he's, he's finally, uh, running into the daughter of the Nine Moons and, uh, she's into some, some kinky stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like, it's very, like, because his arms are going to be like this. So it's very much a Jesus metaphor, obviously, Oh, right? I thought it was like this. Oh, maybe it's that. Yeah, right? Like, I thought it was oh, like that behind. that makes more sense. Th- that's what I imagined, anyways. But I, I don't really get how that stops you, though. Because can you, you just drop the spear? Well, I mean, not if your, like, hands are tied to it. I don't know. You'd have to be tied to it. Oh, it says bound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, I, that This one, I, I have no idea. This could happen... Every night in Matt's life. I don't know what he's into. Who knows? Maybe that was him and uh, Lanfear. Or maybe it was him um, and um, the two uh, Aeol. 
You know what I mean? Bane, Bane and Chad. And Chad, this is uh, the maiden's kiss. They're like, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna have that spear, we're gonna tie you to it, and then we're going to pleasure you. Hot. Uh, orally. <laughs> um, I doubt it's that. I think it's going to be a very tragic, emotional oh. moment when it happens. I am sure it is. I'm trying to make light of it now, so I don't cry. Um, and then we get uh, Rand, uh, in rags, and a cloak that does not look very good, and a bandage covered his eyes. That means he's hurt. I've read enough fantasy <laughs> and I've played enough video games and I've watched enough shows. If there's a bandage around your head, it means the character is hurt. Do you do you think we're going to get the um, the trope of the magic user who loses the ability to see and has to learn to see in a different way? It is a trope, right? Like it yeah. is a thing. It is in so much media. It happens in Rebels. It happens in. You know, I probably shouldn't name things where I'm like spoiling the plot of these things. But you know, it's it's the it's the it, it's literally the daredevil character. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Or like, it's either that or it's some weird like Aiel like test he has to do where he has to like do something blindfolded. I I don't know. That, yours makes more sense. It, it reminds me, though, that, like, the, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but the other guy who was in Ruidian with him clawed his own eyes out. So I wonder if Rand's going to go through a test and end up clawing his own eyes out, which will be violent, and I don't want to see that, but, um... Yeah, you know, I don't love that, um, yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see, it'll be interesting to see if he ends up being blind, but then, like, using the one power to see, and then because he's using the one power to see all the time, and he's always connected to the one power, the taint, like, gets in him faster. Hmm. All right. Yeah, we're going to talk about something else later about the taint. That's fine. Uh, and so then um, Perrin plays hide-and-seek again with Slayer. And they're playing hide-and-seek real good this time. But Perrin, he's learned some tricks. Playing it real good. They're playing real good. Yeah. And he manages to get, uh, he manages to land a blow on Slayer. Yeah, shoots him in the chest. And then Slayer's gone. Just Slayer's, yeah, gone. And then Perrin wakes up. Perrin wakes up. Yeah. And uh, he watches Lord Luke... Like, or does he watch? He doesn't see, but no. they're, they're like, dude, Lord Luke Lord just Luke like barreled like out of hurt. here. he's hurt. He's like clutching, like hunched over mm -hmm. and he looks, he's like, he's not in good shape. And Perrin is like, ah, uh, yeah, I knew that guy was bad news. Yeah. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. Yeah, of I mean, course. Like, who didn't see that coming? Anyone who disagrees with Loyal is a bad character. Yeah. I'm saying it now. That's how this goes. If Loyal delivers information and another character goes, no, nah, it's going to be fine. That person is evil. If we meet Loyal's mother and she contradicts him, she is evil. Loyal's mother is evil. Okay. Loyal <gasps> just wants to be a free Ogier. He just wants to travel the world and write a book. Right. And his mom is like, no, you have to marry some random person you don't know. And Loyal's like, I might be open to it if she's hot, but like... <laughs> I did like that. They meet that one female gear, and or Loyal's like, it wouldn't be that bad to be married to her. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Loyal secretly a horn dog. Yeah. Secretly, a horn dog. <laughs> um, and so yeah, uh, this is where he tells Fael she has to go. Yeah. And uh, they get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I did appreciate this. This is uh crazy. Half an hour later. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Aram uh, standing with Perrin at his wedding? That, that's he, Aram, I think, is going to become a like very important character. Oh, absolutely. Which, like, reading book one, didn't think so. Yeah. And seeing the show, I did not think that, like, I thought that was, like, a, a, a small part. I thought the actor was excellent. Yeah. But now that I'm seeing how important Aram is uh, in this and what I'm assuming is going to be a lot more in the future. Yeah. Um, 
great job casting him. That actor's great. And I'm I'm really happy that we're going to see more of him. Yeah, I think he's going to be like, kind of like Perrin's, like, bodyguard almost? Like, I don't know. Here's the thing. He's like never held a weapon in his life. And yeah, mm -hmm. he's training right now. But he's got, he's just, he's got some catching up to do. Dedication, so. dedication can go a long way though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he is, he's so into the, mm -hmm. um, he's so into this newfound fear, which is what it is, right? He is, he's mm -hmm. picked up this weapon out of fear mm -hmm. and he's going to go use fear as the motivating factor to get shit done. Mm -hmm. And that, that can get you, th that'll teach you how to use that weapon real quick. That yeah. fear that that'll drive you hard. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, you know, and, and obviously the two rivers boys were able to pick up fighting real quick. So I don't see why RM can't either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'll ever be as good an archer as the two rivers boys, but you know, not anyone can be They're yeah. They're all Hawkeye level archers. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, maybe, maybe they're born with it. It was nice maybe to have, it, it was nice to have a two rivers chapter, uh, where everything wasn't awful. Yeah. There's like some nice things in there. It's good to see. That will be the last time yeah. <laughs> in this book. Um, uh, so the Penarch's Palace. We're, uh, we're going into the palace with Elaine and Nynaeve. Um, Elaine's feet are so soft that the cobblestones tear them up when she steps on them for like four steps. I'm shocked. What? The princess has soft soles? She probably has a feet only fans. Um, so yeah, they, they have, um, they're bringing the white... Uh, what do we want me to say to that? I don't know. Uh, they're bringing the white ice peppers, uh, which I'm, I am I would love to try these. You wouldn't, but I, I would, would love not. to try them. I'm okay. Thank <clears> you. And they've hidden their, somehow Bail Doman, ship captain, he ship captained, and he uh, he got the, the, the clothing mm -hmm. of the servants. And I, I love that Aginan is so appalled at having to go undercover. Yeah. I love that they brought her. They could have just tied her up. Well, the the moment left where... Left her in the bed. The moment where, like... Um, and we kind of glazed over this a little bit, but where Tom gets um, attacked by the... Uh, the Sanchin in the hallway. guy. The Seeker, I think it is? His, yeah. His mm -hmm. title? Yeah. Um, uh, Egin in, like, jumps out in the hallway and is, like, in her, like, underclothes or whatever mm -hmm. and, like, freaks out, loses it, um, so Sanchin obviously have interesting ideas of modesty, especially like, because like, like the Royals servants are like very basically nude, basically nude. Yeah. And, but like, here's the thing, like if you were serving like the Royal family, you would, I don't know. That one is like kind of confusing to me. I'm sure it will be explained later on, but I don't really understand where the, that idea comes from. For sure, I don't either. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they uh they get into the palace pretty easily. Uh, Bill Doman, you know, they the book is set up that Bill Doman goes there a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's this is another way. Robert Jordan, he likes to see these things through his book so that when something like this happens, it doesn't feel like you know like some media. You're like, how did they get in there? That's like we just said that about the first episode of Star Trek: Trains New Worlds, where it's like yeah. that's a little convenient. Yeah. Um. This is a moment where like Bill Doman's like, oh no, like I know the guards. Let me talk to them and. Mm -hmm. I've, I have been here for a year. I've developed a relationship and I can make this happen. Yeah. And then he does exactly the way that his character is set up to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's moments like this. This is why I love Robert Jordan's writing so much. Mm -hmm. uh, but they do get in. They go meet the cook. Uh, she's no Laris. You know what I mean? She's just, she's no Laris. Uh, and they go into the storeroom and uh, they, uh, Elaine is pissed. Uh... Elaine is pissed. Oh, yeah, Elaine is like, you have food so much food there. here, and yeah. everyone's starving. Yeah, the city is starving, and you yeah. have food in excess, like gross excess. And I was like, 
I was like, that's where, you know, that's where Elaine, like, shows her heart, right? You oh, know, yeah. she had, like, her privilege, obviously, is very evident in a lot of what happens to her, mm-hmm. but she also, like, cares so much, and I, I love that so much about her. Uh, while they're in the storeroom, uh, they run into <laughs> my favorite named Aes Sedai in these books. Your favorite? Yeah, her name is Marilyn Gemmelfin. Okay. All like, right. what a what a choice. Uh, so they run into Marilyn Gemmelfin, who they know because she's playing with cats. And so we have found the Aes Sedai for you to play. That's me! We found the character. Clarus is evidenced by the fact that if she sees a cat, a stray cat outside, she will try and pet it. Guys, there are so many cats around Jamaica, and they're so cute. They're so, like, tiny compared to, like, fat American cats. Oh, my God. I love them. Anyways. Uh, and so Marilyn Gemmelfin doesn't recognize them, thankfully. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, she's there, and then she's not there when they come back out of the store. Well, they get real nervous because, like, you can tell when a woman can channel, right? If you have to focus, though, unless sure, they are, sure. unless they are channeling. If you like, really like, give them a good like look over, that fine. Yeah. But yeah, that that moment could have been really bad. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we the bad moments are to come. Um. And so uh, they leave, uh, and they split up. Uh, the chief cook notices them. And he's like, why, why is you going? And I was like, oh, you don't recognize that they're not. Okay, cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you need to take this. And then Elaine is like, I'm going to give you a nice little curtsy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be polite. Uh-huh. And the cook loses it. Yeah, she's like, you're mocking me. <laughs> yeah, that moment, like, I didn't quite understand it. But as soon as you explained it, I was like, oh, that makes complete sense. Um, also, you learn about more gays through her daughter. True, true. I do, like... I think that Elaine is definitely a reflection of Morgase because we haven't spent a lot of time with her. I think she's a reflection of the old Morgase. I don't think she's a reflection at all of the Morgase we're going to see next time we see her. Oh, absolutely. And that makes me sad. No, no, 100%. But we wouldn't have gotten that without Elaine. And so we're going to get to see the the difference there. And it's, yeah, it's great. I love it. I agree with that. Uh, So they leave, they run away. They they grab that tray, they run away. Uh, It's more uh, white ice peppers for the princess or the panarch, sorry. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. they go up to the Panarch's room. And this is the one thing, this is the one place where I'm like, this is absolutely correct. Where they're in the right garb, mm-hmm. and so they can go wherever they want, and nobody yeah. cares. I have catered so many events where because I was in the black shirt, black tie, black pants, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, no nobody one questions you. you. Here's the thing. If you're ever catering and you need a break, pick up a box and just start walking. No one is going to ask you where you're taking that box. Just pick up a box and yeah. just start walking. Yeah. And... Go find a room that no one's in, sit down for five minutes, pick your box back up, go to the kitchen, keep working. You'll get an easy five minute break yeah. uh, and no one will ask. I I have no, literally, I've catered in people's like, uh, like very rich people's apartments in New York City uh-huh. uh, and they have these massive homes. And I've just like gone and sat in a bedroom for like 20 minutes because I'm working and they just assume that like that's where I'm supposed to be. As long yeah. as like the head of the house doesn't find you, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. People, yeah, if, if you're dressed in the right uniform, people don't ask questions. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You ever want to get into an office building, just bring a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Have, like, a official-looking suitcase and be in a full suit. Yeah. And just, like, say, like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, can you just buzz me through really quick? Uh-huh. Nine times out of ten, you'll get through. Um, <laughs> so she busts open. They, like, kick down Amethyra's door mm-hmm. because, or, because uh, uh, Elaine is like, I can feel the channeling. Yes. Again, and I'm going to have, like, my, like, sparkly fingers ready you kick the door in and then i'm gonna get him by surprise right like they hear singing well yeah but you don't kick the door in because you hear singing no 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 but like the door in because i think she connects she connects the dots right Mm -hmm. 
because Nynaeve would recognize what was happening. Or was it... It was Elaine, not Nynaeve. Did they split up already? Yeah, Elaine and Aginan have gone to Ahimethyr's room. Nynaeve is off on her mission. Right, right, right. Sorry, my bad. So Aginan kicks in the door, and Elaine takes out a full Aes Sedai. Mm -hmm. She shields her, she puts her down, and this is where I got frustrated. Really? Yes. Killer. The blockage? Yeah. Why are you leaving her alive? Three oaths. What's the third oath? You cannot use the power to kill unless it's shadow or to harm or kill unless it's shadow spawn or dark friends. You kill the I, you do not leave her to fight another day. You kill that woman. Yeah. A it's... thousand times out of a thousand, Aginan should have slit that woman's throat. But I know that Elaine is never killed. Somebody. But Aginan has. Aginan is a warrior. Aginan is a ship captain of the Sanchin who led an insurrectionist army that took over a third of a continent. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. woman has murdered. There is no reason why they let the, uh, the Black Aja girl in this room live. It is a terrible decision. And it makes them look weak. You kill that girl. There's n no question. Uh, I don't if know. If you can't take her with you, you kill her. What are you talking about? I don't know. She is a literal agent of the devil. No, I know. Okay, I know. Who has been torturing this woman for days, ransacked a city, killed like 19 Aes Sedai in the tower when they left. Like you are literally it's... looking at like a, a magic terrorist. No, no. Here's the thing. And you're going to let her live? I agree with you. But also, I, like I feel very conflicted about it. I agree with you because like... I, I, I'm half and half. Yes, but also, as soon as you start going around murdering people, like, you're not much better than the Black Aja. That is not how war works. They're going to have to kill people by the end of this. They're just going to have to. I know you're that. at war with the literal devil. <laughs> Evil incarnate is the bad guys here. Yeah. And you're going to let one of the most powerful people on the side of the dark just go. It's, when, it's, it's tough because, like, you, you want... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. I feel super conflicted about it because it's like, well, how do you feel conflicted? What walk what? her up and like? They I don't, can't though. Like, no, I don't no, no. Really at the moment where you in realize like capital punishment. At, okay, but this is not capital punishment. This is not. She stole something, and we're going to kill her for it. This is. She is a magical terrorist who has the ability to kill at will whenever she wants. Mm -hmm. And she's go she's shown that she's going to do that. I know. And uh, she is evil. She's not like a person who, like, in a fit of passion, killed somebody else. Yeah. She is. She has morally connected her soul to the devil. I know. I, yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm conflicted. I get. Like I get. Or at it. least still her. Like, fig they, well, like figure it out and still her. She's dead anyways. Then kill her. You know what I mean? Like, what's the... What, if, if the Dark One needs 13 Aes Sedai to turn Rand, then you start killing off those Aes Sedai so that he can't turn Rand and bring about the end of the world. Yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I, and, and, and I'm surprised that Elaine wasn't prepared to do that because I just feel like the warrior queens of Andor would be a little bit more, you know... I would have a little bit more backbone in this moment to do what needed to be done. Yeah, I don't know. You don't leave evil people alive in war. That doesn't make any sense. 
I don't know. I'm conflicted. <laughs> Dakuna says, but she's really nice to cats. This isn't the same Aes Sedai, is it? No, that's not the brown Aja. That's, that's not the brown Aja. This is the other Aes Sedai. The, the one who's really nice to cats is, uh, it's Tamale. Ta- hot, yeah. hot Tamale hot is tamale. the uh, Aes Sedai in the room there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough. I, I feel conflicted about it because, like, I, I understand exactly what you're saying and I do kind of agree with you, but, like, eh. Um, Elaine hasn't reached the point of murdering dark friends on the spot. Fair. Fair. I just, I don't know. Uh, Rob, Robin says, says, leaving dark friends alive to be to bother the main characters later is a consistent problem in Wheel of Time. Many of the characters suffer from the noble hero trope. Well, and Elaine... Look, I'm just saying, if I was on the team, this war would end so much faster. I would be killing with, these people left, right, and center. I don't care. If you work for the literal devil, I will kill you. The thing about Elaine is you, you have to... Like, I imagine Elaine is brought up with a very strong sense of right and wrong and trial and judgment, right? Like, But she's also... Her mother has, like, led armies into battle in war. Like, she sure. would understand the realities of war. It's different for Nynaeve for me. Because Nynaeve is from a small town. She has no concept of battle. Yeah, but I'm sure, like, Morghese didn't just, like, murder every, like, general. I'm sure there were prisoners. I'm sure she was able to get information. I'm sure people oh, sure, were sure, on sure. trial. I'm like, saying in this moment, if you cannot get that girl out, you kill her. She's literally evil. She's murdered yeah. so many people. How many more... Here, and here's the real question. How many more lives are you comfortable with that person taking that are your responsibility now? That's what I'm saying. Like, I get it, but also it sucks. Like, I'm just... I, I, I Like, I, I... I don't know. I am very conflicted on this. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. It, yeah, it's weird to me. I, like... <clears throat> it's very gray. I think that the choice is pretty consistent with the character. It's not gray at all. This is black and white. And they made the... She made the white choice, which is the wrong choice in this situation. But it's not gray. This is not like a... But oh, I think it's very... Is cons- Hot Tamale a dark friend? It Does she work for the devil? They are very aware that they have murdered many Aes Sedai in the name of the devil. Yeah. And people that she knew. I think that, like, the choice is consistent with Elaine, though. Like, if Elaine had just straight up murdered her, like, I don't think that would have really felt in character. It would have 100% to me. She is so... She, Elaine so consistently brings up that she's a warrior queen of Andor. That she is going to be a queen of Andor. And mm-hmm. queens of Andor ride into battle with their men. If you told me that the woman who was brought up to believe that she would one day let, ride with her men into battle killed an enemy of the state who was a murderer while that woman was torturing yeah, another woman, I would I would buy that. I would, I would yeah, have not blinked she's at not, all. She's not queen yet. Right? She's not queen yet. She's not even a full Aes Sedai yet. Like, maybe she doesn't feel like it's her maybe. responsibility to make that choice or that she ha- even has, like, the authority to make that choice. I would have just let Amethyra finish her off. Uh, Am- no, Amethyra starts going at her. Oh. And Elaine stops her. And I'm like, just let her finish her off. Why? What? If you, if you don't stop her, you didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, Nerdy is a white cloak confirmed. I'm not a white cloak. Uh, Chat seems all. to think that you sound, you sound a lot like a white cloak. No, because I'm not saying that I, I, I... The difference between the White Cloaks and this situation is that the White Cloaks don't have evidence. They believe Elaine that they do. has evidence. No, they believe that they do. Okay, but their belief that they... No, no, no. They believe in their beliefs. That is not the same thing as evidence. I'm just saying. They, there is a difference between that woman murdered people and I know that it's true mm-hmm. and she has admitted to it mm-hmm. into my face and... 
I heard from someone that someone in that town is a dark friend, so I'm going to go cause a ruckus until I can force someone to confess through torture. Those are not the same situation yeah. at all. I, I don't think the White Cloaks would see it that way. No, because they're wrong. Because their whole worldview is messed up. I'm not saying that you're wrong, right? I'm just like, I'm just, it's one <clears> of those <throat> instances where I, I think that this is an incredibly difficult choice to make. They're in the heat of the moment right now. Like, okay, it's Elaine an incredibly has like choice stuff to, make, to get But people done. are going to die because she does this. Sure, yeah. Good people, innocent people are going to die because she does this. Yeah. If you want to be a leader, if you want to be a queen, you are failing people right now. She fails them. And I like you, you, I, I don't think you could convince me otherwise. I have the same problem in like I have the same problem in a lot of fantasy series though because they want their good guys to be such good guys that you just fight the same bad guy over and over and over again because of whatever. I feel like we've gone on long enough about this so we can move on. I'm not going to convince you. You're not going to convince me, right? We're good. Yeah. 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 I think it's like an important discussion. Yeah, yeah. Because the like a chat also seems to be very divided on it as well. So she's I, still like, a Disney princess. It's <laughs> it's one of those things where it's it's tough. Like uh, like. This is, this is something where everyone is going to have their own personal opinion on it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, like, I don't know if, I don't think anyone's, like, correct in this situation. Like, I don't think there is a right answer, right? Like, everyone will have their own lines and mm -hmm. their own personal experiences. And, and that's why it's tough. And that's why it's important to, like, talk about it. But it's, it's like, it's a, it's a difficult thing. Chad is really on about me being a white cloak right now. Well, someone says it once and then yeah, mm -hmm. everybody... And I went so hard on the White Cloaks in like the early books that now they're like... I get it. I get it. I know where it's coming <laughs> from. Um, uh, so we find out that um, despite the fact that... I think Amathura genuinely does like the ice peppers. Um, but she was forced to eat Yeah, I don't think she'll eat them ever again. I don't think she... Yeah. I think ice peppers have been ruined for the woman. It's like when you have too much vodka and you get so ill and you're like, I can never have vodka again. Like the smell of it just makes me sick. All right, I'll do white cloak. I, you guys can make white cloak jokes, but don't call me nerdy bornhold. I don't want to be associated with that family. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, Jeff from Jeff from fine, but like Dane, what a little. We're gonna get to why Dane is the most Dane is the limp worst dick little. The the absolute worst. Oh my god, yeah. Um, mm. that's another one that I would have just killed myself, but uh, that's fine. I'm an aggressive human. Um, <clears throat> you could never be Batman. No, no, but Batman's also wrong. Sometimes. Kill the Joker. At the point where he... There, there, there is a certain number of people that he's murdered where you just kill him. Yeah. And you don't let him keep coming back to kill more people. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. <laughs> there, there's just... There's a line where you're like... At this point, it's my fault. You know? Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, Nynaeve. Nynaeve. Let's catch up with her. Because she goes down. Uh, and she... Um, she realizes that the servant that she sees is a is fake servant. A fake servant? Yeah. It's like a fake face. It's like the face technology from Mission Impossible. Oh, well, first she finds the object she's looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nynaeve goes and finds the collar and the bracelets. Um, yeah, and the servant walks yes. in. And Nynaeve is like dusting the collar and bracelets, like trying to be like... Don't what? be suspicious. Don't oh, Nynaeve be... Oh, Yeah, Nynaeve is like dusting oh, the collar. Like going for like, don't be suspicious. Like, don't be I'm suspicious. supposed to be here. And uh, yeah, Mogadine shows up. Um, uh, Darrow, uh, think about it. It's a, think about it, Super Chat. Thank Moral you, Stance, chat. no man can walk so long in the shadow that he cannot come again into the light. Would you deny her her possible Ingtar moment? Yes, I would. Um, I would. What about Aginan? 
What has a Gien done? It, what do you mean, what has a Gien done? She does not work for the devil. Uh, some would argue the Sanchan are not much better. The Sanchan are people who are wrong. Okay. But they're, that's their culture. I'm not going to murder people because their culture is different from mine. So if, if, if a Guinan's culture is slavery, you know, there's a reason that the U.S. went to war with one another. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I, I, I would be willing to fight in that war. <laughs> uh -huh. But a Guinan in none, in none of these moments is in charge of anything or being a, an a antagonist. Sure, I'm just saying, like, as an example, like, a Guinan, like, a Guinan can purpose, be redeemed. She, yeah, but she's in the process of being redeemed. Yeah, so... Amethyr is in the process of torturing a woman. I, do you really want to go back into it? Like, I can fight that argument. No, I can no, go, no, I don't know no, about we'll this for on. four hours. No, I am naive. Uh... A Guinan is not in the same position. A Guinan comes to them, it's eats different. with them, yeah. and talks with them, and is, is, is... Is, is already by the time they realize that she's Shanchen, she is already post kind of the ability to hurt them. Yeah, but just because Hot Tamale is like further into the darkness, it's the, the Shanchen are not the cannot... actual devil. There is a difference between being uh -huh. morally aligned with the literal devil and murdering innocent people for fun uh -huh. than going to war with another country. Those are fundamentally different things. And you can't just murder people because they you don't understand them. I, I I would murder people who like get who have slaves. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't like it's 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 I don't know that like I like I don't think there's like a right answer here, but especially the more that we talk about it, there's no like. There's no right and wrong. Like the Sanchen also like suck pretty bad. Then okay, but then if you're ever in a situation like this, you are people are going to die because of you. Whereas like with a Guinan, that's not what's going to happen. They have control over Guinan. There is literally no reason to kill her. They 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 are they have all the power in that situation. They would be killing a defenseless woman who can't do anything to stop them. A Guinan doesn't have the one power. Amathira or um, uh, what uh, Hatamale literally is one of the most powerful magic users in the world, and the Why? magic makes it different because she's an Aes Sedai who's tied with the Dark One. Does that of make course her more she's powerful? powerful? I don't know. Uh, Methany, thank you for the super chat. Um, Methany, perhaps for next week, but how, if at all, your has your attitude changed towards the Sanchin shifted from their evil? Well, their ideology, their ideology is evil, but the individual people within it aren't evil. But their ideology is. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets into the ideas of, like, if you are grown up and raised a certain way and kind of, like, in a sense, brainwashed, how much individual responsibility can that person carry? You know? Hot Tamale chose yeah. to go I'm with the I'm not saying devil. that in comparison. I'm just a saying... Gienin was raised in the Sanchen culture, mm -hmm. and in the situations where they have power over the two women, mm -hmm. one of them is an evil magic user who is their equal, mm -hmm. and the other is a woman who has no power. I'm and has shown like, them nothing but kindness. I'm just saying it, it's, 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 it's hard. I've never been in a situation where like I've had to like make that choice before, and I don't And you think won't. We, like, you're never going to be. Well, no, but, I'm, but that's what I mean. Like, I don't think, like... I, I don't think... Everybody thinks that one choice is the wrong or the right one. I think everybody is like split on it. And that's why it's interesting. Like everyone sure. has a different view of it. That's where we got to a few minutes ago. Yeah. Are we good? Can we? Yeah, I was talking about the Sanchen. And then you brought it back to Hot Tamale. <laughs> so Nynaeve, 
Go. Uh, Nynaeve's dusting away, and uh, she sees some some servant walking up to her, and she's like, "Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. I know that face." And um, uh, surprise, it's uh, Mogadian. And Mogadian is very surprised that Nynaeve is able to recognize her and like lashes out with the power at her. Yeah. And they have um, big epic battle. Is basically. <laughs> But like you can't see it because it's all like power. So like I love, if you I love I the line not, where it's like if a random person were to walk by. If we were walking by, they'd just be like I just I read that in like the Discovery Channel like narrator speech. Mm-hmm. Where it's like if a random person were to walk by at this moment, they would see nothing but two women standing staring at each other in a hallway. Oh god. Watch the penguins in their natural habitat. <laughs> the penguins um, yeah, so she breaks the glamour of Gideon, and then they start just throwing, throwing the power at each other, mm-hmm. and it's, it sounds so cool, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see it in live action, because mm-hmm. honestly, I don't think the show could possibly make this moment as cool as it is in my head. Does that make sense? Yeah, I literally I will don't get know it in live how action. they would represent it. But, like, the version of this that plays in my head is so wild and fantastical, Yeah, that... I, I just, I can't even, I, I can't even fathom it coming to screen. Yeah, I, me neither. <clears throat> I don't, I, like, and, like, I feel like we're pretty creative people. I don't know how you do that, and I, I like, you know, good luck. Because, uh, <laughs> like, it would almost be really funny if it was just them standing there staring at each other for, like, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would make me laugh because I've read the books. But, like, if you were watching the show and you hadn't read the books, you'd be like, I don't know what the hell's going well, I think on. We're just, I think we're going to get the same thing as we did at the end of season one, mm-hmm. where the camera's just going to circle around them, and every time it passes behind someone's back, it's going to flip to either channeling or not channeling. Oh, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or uh, Samantha's right. Uh, someone will walk by and see nothing. We'll get it from, like, there. Here's the thing. And this is yeah. what gets dangerous about these one power fights is... It goes to the X-Men problem. And the X-Men problem is a film problem of how do you make people moving things with their mind look like they're not constipated? And it's a problem that has been around ever since uh, the first X-Men movie when Magneto would move things with his mind. And now Magneto, the way that uh, the original Magneto Mm -hmm. did it, uh, Ian McKellen, is that he would be very calm and serene and very focused. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the X-Men series, more and more, they got more into like the shaking until the veins like popping out of their forehead as they're like trying to move stuff across the room um, and thinking really hard yeah and a lot of times it looks really bad yeah and so it's going to be interesting to see how they pull this off I, I thought that they did a really good job in the pilot of um mm-hmm. wheel of time mm-hmm. with how um with how much movement there was in what maureen was doing mm-hmm. and so i'm hoping for a lot more movement in the one power yeah um to, to make it visually interesting. Because if we literally get McGideon and Nynaeve kind of like doing this into the camera and it's like extreme close-ups of their faces as they like, I, I think it's, it, it kind of is, it makes me giggle. Yeah, like I like this might be kind of weird, but I would rather it look more like Last Airbender animation yeah, yeah, style. Yeah. Like, you know, but like a little more natural. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, in the pilot, I think that it was really cool visually. Yeah. I do, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, Nynaeve kicks ass. Rohit uh, McK- McKendon says, Carrie does it best, the original movie, it's chilling. Yes. Agreed. Uh, um, but Nynaeve, Nynaeve manages to kind of hold McGideon at a standstill. Yeah. Which is... 
crazy impressive. Uh, I also like she's uh, really mad. The internal monologue of Nynaeve being like, "Why am I? Why am I like making myself angry right now?" Oh, I oh, I think I'm making myself angry because I know I need to channel. Okay, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, she's gonna have to get over we, that. We uh, we hear a name I think for the first time uh, that I think is really important because I think I know who it is. Um, so we hear the Forsaken say that she's going to give Nynaeve to Raven. Yeah. Or Robin, because it's got an H in it. Yeah. Who do you think Robin is? He's a Forsaken. Yeah, but who? Who? We've met him. I think I know who it is. Oh, you think Robin is Morgase's uh, yeah. shoulder? Yeah, because McGideon says that Robin is the one who like who likes like women and has one wrapped around him already. And so I think that that is more gays oh, that gross. she's talking about there. Gross. Yeah, yeah. No, you might be right. So I definitely think that Robin is Lord Gabriel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And then we learned oh, something. Oh, I don't like that at all. We, we learned something really fun about the collar and bracelets. Because if you put the collar on a man mm-hmm. and a woman wearing the bracelets, they, she can make him do whatever she wishes. But he will still go crazy, yeah. And so will she. Yes, that she experiences that like through him. Um, and then she kind of talked about how like you can share a man through the bracelets, um, and there, there's all sorts of like. <laughs> he like it won't be as powerful, but you will go mad half as quickly. Uh, yeah. McGideon kind of like starts reading the instruction booklet for the bracelets. It's like so if you share the the man. You can split the yeah. craziness, but... Well, and it's it's funny, this tactic to give the reader information, right? Mogadian is 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 trying to distract Nynaeve, like, is trying to make her fumble, is trying to, like, get her off balance. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we as the readers, we get to find out all this stuff, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Jane Kaid, I don't Kaid, I don't know how to pronounce her name, mm-hmm. uh, shows up and she has, um, she has a danger flute. A dang. She's got. She's got. Uh, she's got a danger flute. She's y'all. got a rod. She's got. She's got she's a got thick a rod. Big black rod. The real difficulty was trying to hold the rod without making it look like a cock. Um, thank, thank you, you Rosamond Pike. Pike, our Lord and Savior. Oh, what a quote! Oh my God. Uh, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. she uh, she blows. Bale she starts fire. blasting. Well, I mean, I can't, like I love the moment where Nynaeve. I started like, blasting. <laughs> Nynaeve is like, oh, I just, I just did that to a Forsaken. Yeah. Like I, I did, I did that. I was like, yeah, girl, yeah. Yeah, you she did. stills her and holds her in the air. Oh yeah, before Jane shows up, she like stills Mogidian and holds her in the air. Do you think she stills? Not stills, sorry, shields. Oh they don't, yeah, I was they like, don't, no. They I don't do so. anything permanent in this series because why would you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Come why? Back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess they did. At, at the end of book three, they did. They finally took out um, yeah. Ishamayo. Mm-hmm. Y'all, make sure you smash that like button. Smash that like button. If you can hear my voice, you are legally obligated to smash that like button. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we will sue you. We will take you to court if you don't smash that like button. Um, we won't win. It'll just lose us a lot of money. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the girls, that, that, the girls kind of did what they set out to do. Yeah, like yeah. they actually like they, they they got shit done. They found out some good information. They're they're set up in a really interesting way to move forward. Mm-hmm. Like I loved all of this, and I love that the balefire rod literally just like consumed G G G, G whatever Karim J. You think it killed her? Oh f- yeah. Oh interesting. She's dead. Because in the POV, we just kind of get like when Nynaeve finally looks up, they're both gone. She's dead. Interesting. I. She yeah she's. 
Because like this this specific to uh, right? Is what it's yeah. Called. Chat's bringing up. Um, they need to try to still Mogideon, but failed. Sure. She didn't yeah. Know how. Which yeah, yeah. fair. Um, but yeah, she like looks up and um, she no sorry. She's and thinking Mugidian, about the, the how thing about the rod was like documented, and it says it's nearly impossible to control. Mm -hmm. She's dead. All right. I, I'm, that's my, that's, um, I think it's possible claim. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I think also, um, Mogideon is a good starter Forsaken for Nynaeve. Starter Forsaken? Because, because she's at her full power in the dream world, but she's le a less powerful Forsaken in the real world. So right. this was a good, like, first Forsaken. Like, I think that Lanfear would be a bad first Forsaken. To fight. Well, and, and uh, Mogadian is probably, like, like, each, each Forsaken probably has, like, strengths and weaknesses, right? And mm -hmm. Mogadian has, like, kind of mastered this... Uh, manipulation thing where he in the shadows but once Nynaeve has like broken that mm -hmm. the illusion and she realizes who it is and what's happening like happening she's like like Mogadian loses her edge right mm -hmm. um and I, I think that's why Mogadian is so sneaky yeah yeah for sure mm -hmm. uh and so they 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 basically are running out of a crumbling building this is gonna look really cool in live action yeah. uh as they escape into the streets uh, I hope they have enough money to have enough extras for this because it's so cool. They've essentially, Jewel and Tom and Bale Doman's men have been spreading rumors to start a riot. Mm -hmm. And the riot begins. And so everything goes a little bit haywire. Mm -hmm. um, but fortunately, as they're leaving, they have Bale Doman and his men there creating a little bit of barrier. They can get out. Uh, and they're running away. And they're kind of like telling each other the stories of what happened. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, Nynaeve, you did what? And Nynaeve's like, yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, Elaine is whatever. Uh, Elaine is like I also still like a black Aja like I'm also pretty badass so um and uh, Elaine is like yeah so I convinced uh I convinced um I'm a theory to work in the kitchen here for a while I want to know what Elaine did to to Thera very very good undercover name I want to know I want to know what what Elaine did um I think that she spanked her she spanked her yeah it's a Robert Jordan book she did, it was a spanking. Right. You're right. It was definitely a spanking. Master Yarl, thank you so much for that super <laughs> thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. <laughs> Your mountain message will be public. That's so funny. <laughs> thank you. Much thank you so much. You guys, the super chats I are amazing. And yeah, you guys already you guys. covered the extra cost for the premium Wi-Fi, so we're Gucci. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. They, they were like, uh, it's $30 for the week for the premium Wi-Fi, and we were like, we're, we're content creators. Just, just put we it need, on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not we even a We have a, a live stream to do. Uh, well, yeah. We will take it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, and like a lot of the people with us were like $30 for the week is a lot. And I was like. We were like. Mm, is it? No. Do you not work online? Um, <laughs> yeah. We pay so much for internet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I, pre premium Wi-Fi. Because we want to spend time with you all. You make our week so much better. Yeah. If you popped in for the test stream. Thank you for being there. That was fun. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, uh, Amaranth <laughs> got a spanking. Amaranth. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Amaranth, we love you. Please don't sue us. <laughs> no, um, we have a massive amount of respect for you. Um, and everything that you do. Uh, uh, I guess, Can honestly, you buy though, us a gas station? Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I could, I could, I could actually see Amaranth playing this character with the pouty mouth. That would be so funny. Right? That would be so, that would be the best cameo yeah best just cameo hired... no I'm into it. amaranth should be elaine should be elaine yeah no i don't think she i don't know i don't know i don't think she's the look a redhead right. amaranth could be one of the aiel no i think amaranth would definitely be a good parent she, she's got the pouty face she's got the like um she's got the like 
personality for it. I, I, I totally think. Oh, no, she'd be great. I, yeah, I can right. see that 100%. You're right. Um, when, when we do the animated version, when we do the Nerdy Nightly animated Wheel of Time, we'll have Amaranth come in and play. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have her mocap. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Nynaeve reveals the bracelets and the Quendalar seal to the team. And Bell Dolman's like, oh, I did be having one of them seals. Uh, once upon a time, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." And we're sure like, you did. "No, he, no, he did." And uh, yeah, we're like, "No, no, actually." I kind of wish Aguinan had spoken up in that moment and be and like, said, "No, he did. We took, yeah, we took that off of you." I know. Well, because then they would have like at least had an idea where another one of the seals was, but maybe mm -hmm. that'll be like. Well, that one's broken, so it doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter yeah. anymore. Yeah, because that was one of the one that broke at Falma. Right. Right. Because yeah. there's only four, I think, that are still sealed. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, you're, but you did bring up, yeah, the, the, the Black Aja never found the seal because Mogidian had been hiding it with the power. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. Fun. Which wants, which makes me think, like, what else has been hidden with the power? Like, where are we going to find stuff that looks like something else? Hmm, I didn't think wait. about that. Wait, 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 wait. Could there have been Aes Sedai that took their oaths, but on something that looked like the rod, but isn't the rod? I think the other Aes Sedai in the room would have sensed... Well, I don't know. if it's But then a... if the Black Aja didn't sense this... Right? Like, what if, like, Moiraine never actually said her oaths properly? Because Suwan traded out the oath rod for something else. And it was just like... <gasps> what if that's what's happening in the show? What if... You know how she, like, gave the oath not to come back until the Amulet asks you to? Uh -huh. What if that wasn't the actual oath rod? It just looked like the oath rod and they had switched it out with the power? <laughs> You could do you could do anything with that, right? Like, there's so much like storytelling potential. Yeah, uh -huh. that's fun. Yeah, then how can you trust anything? The special rod theory. Huh? Yeah. How would you be able to trust anything? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I I, I have no idea. Hmm. Um, a faux rod. Uh, that would be fun. I would love to start playing around with fake rods. Um. <laughs> uh, and yeah. So this is the end of the girls. This is the end of the girl's storyline. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like, let's go out into the ocean and drop the bracelets at the bottom of the sea. That can't go poorly. Yeah, no one's ever going to find that again. <laughs> chapter 56. Golden Eyes. Mm -hmm. I like that this chapter is called Golden Eyes. Um, uh, basically, uh, uh, Emmons Field wins. Yeah. Uh, chapter 57. <laughs> no, there's so much to get into here. No, I know. So I know. Perrin is sitting writing a letter to the love of his life. Mm -hmm. uh, his and wife. And it's so beautiful and poetic. No. He's like, this isn't good enough. And I'm like, dude. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's going down. I'm, I'm yelling, yelling timber. <laughs> you better move. You better dance. Uh, and so the Trollocs, thousands of them are coming. And so everyone, uh, they run outside to get started, right? The White Cloaks are sitting there on the green. Uh, and Perrin is like, what, what, what are you doing? And Dane Bornhold is like, we're leaving. Yeah. And Perrin is like, what? What? Oh. You suck. Yeah, you're um, the worst. Yeah. And uh, they basically fight until Perrin says, my favorite line, maybe in all of the series so far, run or stay if you can remember your men. If you need to find the courage, look at the women, Bornhold. Any one of them is braver than the whole lot of you white cloaks. And I was like, I cannot wait for this speech. I, oh, and Perrin gets to put his big boy pants all the way on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that was, I loved that moment so much. Yeah, and it just reminded me of a lot of like the speeches in uh, Lord of the Rings. 
And I can't, I just hope it gets that moment because it's such a good line. But it is not this day. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You could you could film this scene to be exactly like that. You put the white cloaks in the middle. You put Perrin on one side. You surround them with the two the Emmons fielders, right? And the Emmons fielders are there. They're ready to fight. Yeah. But you can just see the look in their face. Perrin's like, when did Saruman the Wise abandon reason yeah. for madness? Yeah. And you for the for the TV version of this, you have <sighs> everyone looking a little bit saggy. With the white cloaks in the middle looking proud, uh-huh. you build up to this line, and when he delivers it, you just see the change. The Emmons Fielders, <laughs> they get that like rod up their back, they're stone straight, and you see the defeat in the eyes of all the white cloaks. Mm-hmm. This could be like the moment of a season mm-hmm. in terms of dialogue. Yeah. And it's just so good. I read it, and I was like, I want to go to war with Perrin. I'm, <laughs> I'm riding right behind him. Golden eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's me and Aram back to back beside his stepper. You know what I mean? Like, I was like ready. I was yeah. so in. Yeah, that was, it was so good. And it just speaks so much to the growth in Perrin. He's such mm-hmm. a like, he's a good leader. Yeah. It's a little sexist, but like, you know, it's the times. You can't get around that, but... It's, you know, it's it's really, it's such a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved it a lot. Um, so, uh, Dane Bornhold is, agrees to stay, obviously, because he's just had his, like, manhood eviscerated in front of the entire town and all of his men. Yep. Uh, but only if Perrin agrees to be arrested at the end of all this. Yeah. Perrin's like, all right. Fine. Yeah. Uh, so, they... So if you help us out, then, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. They set up to fight. The Aes Sedai are fussing over the catapults. Um... We're never going to agree about the catapults. I'm sorry, chat. Uh, and so they they kind of just like get down and dirty. And <laughs> Baron, right before the battle starts, we got like one last funny Baron moment where she's like, could I only split myself into three? I would latch on to each of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And follow you every moment of the day and night, even if I had to marry you. Yeah. I was like, wow, Varen, that's like the most honest thing an Aes Sedai has ever said. It's the closest Varen has ever said, uh, come to being like, I want to be a green Asha. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that moment was... Uh, I, I liked that one. Um, and as this happens, they they hear Isam for the first time coming out of the trees. Yeah. Isam. It's like, um, what's what's the name of the, 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 the door smasher in Return of the King? Grom. Oh, uh, yeah, Grom. Grom. Uh, they, see, yeah. they hear Isam coming out of the trees. The door smasher? The door... What is that called? The... Uh, it's There's a, a name for those things. Yes, I think it starts with a B. Oh my god. It's not a door smasher. That's so no, stupid. It's not a do- There's no. a name, and I know what the name is. I know. I know it too. Battering ram. There oh it is. My god. I was like, it starts with a B. That's embarrassing. Um, and uh, The wolf's head. <laughs> Grom. Um, so they the fighting starts, mm-hmm. and it uh it doesn't it doesn't go great. Um it, it very much reminded me of the um Battle of, uh, what, what's what's the is it the Battle of the Bastards where Jon Snow kind of like where they are commits dead? and they're surrounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he fucks up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, then the, the then they are saved by. Let's let no we got it we got to get to the kid first because this kid. Oh, this oh, oh. shattered me y'all I was crying reading this battle because this kid rides up and he's like mm-hmm. Uncle Perrin. <laughs> Uncle Perrin. Yeah, he's like, I think Lord I'm your Perrin, cousin. Lord Perrin, um, Lord Perrin. Uh, Lord Perrin, Lord Perrin. Uh, Master Althor says someone's attacking the Trollocs. And you hear Devon ride. Devon mm-hmm. ride. And then in the distance, in the tree line, 
as they're being just squashed. They've been pushed back. They've sh- they've killed so many white. The, so the many trollocs. There's so the, much. The image of the trollocs just running into the stakes, so the other trollocs could just get. It. Oh, oh, oh my god! I Which like, is, I think, where they pulled some of the imagery from the finale of um, the season one. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They pulled the imagery of the trollocs running into that wall and getting crushed, so that the cro- trollocs could come up. Um, it doesn't make sense there, but it does actually make sense as a tactic here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And so he sees in the distance, in the tree line. There's Fayil with the men of Terran Ferry. She pulls a Gandalf with the Riders of Rohan. It's full on Riders of Rohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good. It's so good. And he, but him, better like, than the Riders of Rohan. Her, like, hmm? better than the Riders of Rohan. They have an actual plan on how to hit the Trollocs from behind that isn't just run into them. Yeah. Because they're also Two Rivers boys. They got their longbows, and so those poor Trollocs. And you know, like I don't feel bad for them because they're they're the worst. But like they're just getting picked off right in the back of the head. Oh yeah, they're yeah. they're they're, they're, they're screwed. Say? Um, the the when when Perrin just sees Fael, you know what I mean? Like he just he just sees her up there, and it's and it's this beautiful moment, and like he's like, I God, I love that woman, you know? Mm-hmm. And he he pieces it all together. Um, yeah, she has Watch Hill, but the Devon Ride people are also there. The um. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So the Devon, she, no, the Devon Ride are in the south. Yes. And then the Watch Hill people are in the north. And yes. so they've, they so have Fahil, pinsered the... Yes. Yeah. Fahil have brought the, the Watch Hill people. And Watch Hill, thank you. Yeah, Terran Ferry was destroyed. Oh, you said Terran Ferry. I didn't yeah, even I did catch that. Yeah, I did say Terran Ferry. It's also to the north. even so. catch that. That's my bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, just like Perrin. Methany. Like, that's my girl. Uh, that's Narc's family. That's Narc's family <laughs> you're talking about. That is such a funny comment, Bethany. Oh, oh man. God. <laughs> um, and from there, from there, just it kind of goes really well. Um, we meet Jay Mabara, who is uh, Perrin's cousin, which yeah. just like because he has family. Well, and in the in the moments before the battle, there is there is some dialogue about how like all of his family was killed here, and so for like this section of our reading to start with him kind of thinking about how all of his family was killed to this like opposite side where he's realizing that he still has family yeah and that like the two rivers is still his home and there's still something here worth fighting for right and they rally around that oh it's this chapter is like one of the best well and i just i i like battle scenes i think they're fun but this was so emotional Mm -hmm. and like the emotion of this battle scene was so well done the story of it was just like unreal yeah it was so beautiful yeah and I can't wait for this episode because this this battle will be one whole episode of the show. They won't cut away to anything else. You know what I mean? It'll be like Game of Thrones season um, episode nines, yeah. where it's like, sorry, all the other storylines have to take a break. There's one because thing we have to focus on. It's one thing that we're doing. Yeah, they better do that here because this uh, this will be one of the best episodes of the TV show if they pull it off right. Oh yeah, it's 100%. such good storytelling. Oh, I cannot wait to see this moment. So they ride back into the center of town after winning, mm-hmm. and uh, wouldn't you know it, Dane Bornhold's still sitting there on his horse. Yeah, because they didn't do a goddamn thing. Which is why the women showed up to help. Because in the fight, the women showed up to help. That's emotional too, because the women are there and you're right. like... Right. Yeah, he turns around and he's like, he just starts naming the women and what yeah. they're doing. like and, and like has that moment where where it's it's just like everyone coming in. It's so good, guys. Like reading this, I was like... Well, and, and the, <laughs> the way in which... There, there's a moment before the battle where Perrin is talking about how there's like 14-year-old kids that have a baby strapped to the front and a baby strapped to the back. And he's like, anyone older is on the front line. And you're like, God damn. Like, yeah. They, you know, it's so desperate and yeah. so sad. And it's just, Robert Jordan tells this chapter in like three acts that are so perfectly structured to emotionally 
like have the battle happen but like i don't really care about the battle so much as i care about this emotional story that Pern goes through through this episode yeah the the, the defeats and the the way he bounces between his absolute defeat and hope and defeat and then hope again because you get that huge surge of hope when the women show up but they're gonna die too yeah but then Fayul shows up Devin you know what I mean like there's this like bouncing uh, emotional drama of the scene and yeah. it's 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 just so fantastic oh yeah a hundred percent like it's 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 one of those things where even even if the rest of this book had been like the same as the others. I think this chapter would have like put it over the edge for me for like making it one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I'm not saying that the rest of the book is like there's so much in this book that is just like above and beyond. But this chapter alone, just like this chapter alone, could carry a book for me. Oh, um, absolutely. It's yeah, uh, yeah. like I fantastic. I just got like so worked up. Yeah, parent parent storyline in this book is incredible. Yeah. And I love the, like, Lord Parent. And he's like, stop it. Stop calling me that. Um, so uh, the White Cloaks uh, the white cloaks are there. And Dame Borhol is like, I'm arresting you now. And Parent is like, Trixie, Trixie, mm-hmm. we agreed that I would come with you if you helped. And you sat on your ass. Your armor looks a little clean there, Dane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you haven't tasted battle, my friend. Yeah. So you can GTFO. Yeah, leave. And uh, he does. Because what's, what's he going to do? Perrin, <laughs> Perrin is like a god to the Emmonsfielders at this point. Like, yeah. there is not a single person in that town who would not die for Perrin in that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. And they yeah. have two eyes to die. You leave. Yeah. You just leave. You go. <laughs> Get out of here. Nobody wants to see you. You're the worst. And um, don't let the door hit you on the way out. But you know uh, you know which door is going to hit Perrin? Uh, Fael's door. His, ba- his bedroom door. Because they're <laughs> going to be rushing in so hard. Fael is so horny and it makes me so like i just i love it because these people like she they, i don't know they're all virgins right so she's like hey Maybe. that's well we don't know i think Fayil Fayil probably is yeah that's what Perrin i mean probably like, is, yeah. like Perrin definitely i say is. they're all but that was my bad but the two of them you yeah, know, yeah they're like eager to get back at it and i'm like Perrin's not a virgin anymore certainly not he's a married man um but uh yeah they, they ride right to that in and everyone in town is like Go have sex. Yeah, literally. Bye. Like, get it. <laughs> there is so much smut in this section of the book. Like, we don't even need to write it. We don't it. even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So with Pat and Fane, we, we get a little bit of Pat and Fane right at the end bit. of the episode. Uh, he realizes he Pierced. cannot take Minethrin right now, but he's gonna he's gonna mm-hmm. go do something else somewhere else. And the book tells us that he's going to stop in Camelin on his way out, mm-hmm. which means that uh, Ro- Robin is going to be the next one to take a swing at Perrin. Oh, I think so. Yeah, because Robin is Gabriel with Morghese. They're going I, to, yeah. you know, Robin is going to push Morghese to be more aggressive towards Emmonsfield than he maybe necessarily would be. Oh, well, actually, no. Robin would want to kill Pat and Fane, right? Potentially, or use him. No, because no, because the the so um, Lord Luke was sent there to kill Pat and Fane, right? The dark he was. Yeah, he was sent. Like the dark one wanted him to go get Pat and Fane. Because the Dark One is pissed that Pat and Fane has turned toward, away from him and towards this other thing. We don't know that for a fact, though. I'm like 95% sure. So I think that Robin being in Camelin might actually put a um, barrier in front of Pat and Fane's plans. Because I don't think that Robin would work with Pat and Fane. Because hmm. he's not on his side anymore. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. We, we won't know see, until we get there. I but. could see like a Forsaken like using Pat and Fane in a way that he thinks he's going to gain from it. He, that he thinks he is, you know? Okay, yeah, that's possible too. So, blah, I, I think it could really go either way in this situation. Yeah, 
It yeah. could. Um, all right. Uh, so we get to the Alkair uh, doll, I think it is. Uh, Alkair doll. Uh, y'all, just a heads up for everyone involved. We have 27 minutes of battery left, so the show will not be longer than 27 minutes from now. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the computer will die. Fun fact, uh, none of the outlets in uh, Jamaica work. Yeah, we the, the one outlet that we can plug the laptop into to charge it is in the bathroom, and we can't stream from the bathroom. Yeah. So we are beholden to the charge on the laptop, and uh, I apologize for that. Eric Case says figure out who Lord Luke is yet. He's Isam. Well, yeah, I think... Is that Lord Ishamayil? Luke? Isn't Ishamayil dead? It's not Ishamayil. Is I don't Ishamayil think and Isam different forsaken? No. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We know Lord Luke is definitely Slayer. Yes. Definitely Slayer. And I feel like Slayer has to be a forsaken. Oh, I could see it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, That's yeah, what he you think. Yeah, you yeah, think yeah. he's a forsaken named Isam. Because yeah. I think, because the Trollocs were like screaming Isam. And I think, yeah, I think he's there. Well, I, I think that's... Though, it's such a weird Ken thinks it's something at the end of the... I don't think I wrote it down, though. Here's the. Here's actually my problem with that. Here's my problem no, yeah, with yeah. that. No, yeah, yeah. Padden Fane, Fane references Isam as a person. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's definitely Isam. Here, okay, here's my thing, though. Mm-hmm. Is Isam... Is Slayer Isam... Because Slayer would come back with, like, Trollocs and Madral heads. Do you think he was just, like in charge of them and telling them like it's your time to die so i can put your head in a bag and oh show i think it he's, off? i think he views trollocs and madrals as so beneath him that he yeah i think that he i think that he was there after ordeath but when he they was just getting information abandon him then like if they're just being picked off by their own no, like they're general. scared shitless of him the, the madral run them with pain and torture like that that's their cult that's the cultural of, of like that ladder of the evil right hmm. they don't have a choice and he doesn't have to do it in the open, you know what I mean? He can, like, ride away with five of them and not come back with them. Yeah. All right? Yeah, I... Yeah, no, it's definitely a song. Because Pat and Fane, I wrote down the Pat and Fane references. Um, uh, that he doesn't... Uh, Pat and Fane uh, is wondering why Assam uh, didn't just bring more Trollocs. In like the final thing there. Yeah, yeah. He so Assam is definitely forsaken. So Assam is definitely the one controlling the troll. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh, Robert Power says, "Do you think Slayer Luke can channel?" If he's a forsaken, then yeah. Oh. I can all the forsaken channel. I think so. Yeah, I think he. No, he must be able to because he can fight in the dream world the way he does. So he must have he some have power. To be able to channel to use the dream world though. So is Slayer a forsaken wolf brother? That's why he kills the wolves forsaken because wolf he's brother? a forsaken why? wolf brother. Why would he kill the wolves if he's a wolf brother? Because they would know that he is a dark friend, but they can fight him in the wolf dream. So he's a forsaken wolf brother. He is he he's literally the anti-Perrin. And that's why he has to kill the wolves because he knows that the wolves will choose Perrin over him. And that's why he's killing all the wolves in the dreams because he knows the power of the wolves because he is a wolf brother. And so that's how he's able to be a Forsaken because he does have a power. He's, you know. Um, okay. Unless Isam is not a Forsaken because maybe the Forsaken literally uh, is, a, is about Aes Sedai. Well, yeah. But he definitely is a, he's like the dark friend wolf brother who's the Forsaken wolf There brother. definitely has to be a reason that he went around killing all the wolves. Like there mm-hmm. has to be. And pot- like potentially it's just that he somehow found out Perrin was a wolf brother and wanted to take away that advantage. But... I, think it's his, I think it's more personal than that. Yeah. Because he was killing he was killing the wolves before he met Perrin. 
Yes, but I'm sure that people knew that Perrin was on the way to Emmons Field. Right? I don't know how they could. They went through the ways, which uh, the Dark One does not have control over, right? Oh, I guess, yeah. No one really knew where they were going. So I, I don't... No, I because I, I think that Perrin... When Perrin gets there, all the wolves in the area are already dead. So I think that it has more to do with Slayer killing them for his reasons, not because of Perrin. I think that he's a. I think that he's a wolf brother who works for the Dark One. I think there definitely has to be a Dark Wolf brother because there's an association with the with the Dark yeah, yeah. to it, and I think that there has to be some kind of bias because of that, like from ages past. So, I yeah, I could see that. Um. All right. We only have twenty two minutes, so we need to talk about Rand. Great. Rand gets everyone to Al Qaeda. Uh, Al Um. Uh, the golden bowl. He has to kiss all of the maidens uh, who are with him. Oh yeah, they get him wasted and tuck they him into bed. Drunk and tuck him into bed. That was very funny. And Avienda has to watch. It's very voyeuristic. Um, Avienda gets cucked by the other maidens, and then uh, they didn't fuck. I mean, well. Well, no, no, they did not. Um, but they um, that would have been hot. The as they get there, the Shido are being a little uh, a little sus, and so the the Tartad <laughs> start singing a song. Um, they they start singing like a battle song as they ride into town and yeah. it's rad. Yeah, I'm reading this. This is when I um I had to stop reading at this point because I was reading at night and my eyes were literally like mm -hmm. closing and I was like I don't understand what's going on. So I had to go back and reread this chapter. But I was like, what? Yeah, and so the what's really cool about this Ayil moment is that the they're not you're not supposed to bring your whole clan to Al Qaeda doll. It's considered yeah. rude. And Rand's like, I yeah. don't care. Uh, we're, we do things my way now. Rand knew that shit was going to go down. Like, Rand is so smart and, like, really good at scheming. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. proud of you. Proud of you, Rand. Um, so they climb the bowl and they get up there and Rand is, like, about to be announced as the dragon. Well, the Shido are about to oh, yeah. fight them and and um, and and Rand is like, no, take your veil off. And Rourke is like, you're right. No honor to the Shido. And so they're like, okay, well, I guess we can't fight. Well, and they bring the numbers, right? Yeah. Uh, and so they ride up, and Savannah is like, Kooladin should be able to talk for us. And mm. Kooladin climbs up there, and everyone's like, dude, don't. You look like such a fool. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and Kooladin, he does get up there, though, and he pulls back his sleeves, and what's that boy got? He's got two dragons. Double dragon, which is just a great video game. Double dragon. Here's the thing. We've been told that it is impossible to replicate it, and so it must have been a Forsaken that put those there. Yeah, I, I, the book ends with us not knowing what the hell happened. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice, but I'm like, what the hell happened? Because he has not been in Terudian. We yeah. know that for a fact. Kooladin got tatted. Yeah, I, I, and someone was able to replicate these things. So it, I'm, I'm, my money is on that it was a Forsaken, but I, I don't really... Which would, would mean that it's probably Lanfear or Asmodian. It would be one of the two, right? Unless there's another Forsaken here. Um, but yeah, so uh, Rand also oh. reveals himself. And <laughs> that sounds bad. He's Rand reveals himself. And so they're standing up there with, with their forearms out. And Rand is like, oh yeah, you went to Ruidian? What happened? Yeah. And Kooladin's like, I, I saw... Uh, it's a holy place, I don't talk about it. But Rand is like, mm-hmm. I, I saw through my ancestors' eyes. And Kooladin's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw through my ancestors' eyes, too. Yeah, 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 same, same. And he's, like, screaming about it. And Rand is, like, just, like, so level about it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I uh, I saw that um, the Aeol used to uh, follow the way of the leaf. And all pandemonium and, breaks and loose. And this, and this is what, this is what the, like, he will be, or not downfall, but he will mm -hmm. break you or yeah. whatever the line of the prophecy is that says he's going to, like, 
screw with the Aiel. This is it. Yeah. This is this is him like completely shattering their worldview. And yeah, and it uh, pisses everybody off. But the beginning um, of the next book is going to be insane. Yeah, it has to be because the end of this book is nonsense. Yeah, it's and, and not like, in a bad good way. Nonsense. Good nonsense. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's so, the, like, the end what? of this book is so chaotic. Yeah. That like I I don't really know what happened, um, and we're gonna talk about it quickly uh -huh. because we don't have much time. Oh my god, we're gonna run out of battery. Seventeen minutes remaining. Seventeen minutes. Okay, so Rand, um, Rand basically is like it tells the story of Viridian, mm -hmm. and so all the other clan chiefs kind of are like, damn it, Rand yeah. is the dragon reborn, and Kulid and Sand are being know. like, what are you talking about? He's saying nonsense. Yeah. And they've all seen like, they've all seen that the Isle used to take the way of the leaf. Yeah. And they're they they're all there, and oh, Philip brings up that the I, the prophecy says destroy them with the leaf. Break you, yeah. It's not that he's not destroying them with the leaf though. He's destroying them with the knowledge with the that knowledge. they used to have yeah, yeah, yeah. the leaf, which is so much more delicious in a way. Oh, it's right? great! It's incredible! Holy shit! And just in the moment where the, the the these clan chiefs are all standing there, like, yep, it's Rand, and you think for one moment that everything's gonna be all right, pandemonium breaks loose. It's not all right. And Rand is like, how do I, how do I distract the Aiel? He's like, make it rain. So Rand pulls out hundred dollars, uh, a hundreds in ones and just starts yeah, flipping yeah, yeah. it into yeah, the yeah. crowd. He's making it rain. Um, my, my favorite part about all of this, not to like, I, I, I don't know. Is oh, that, uh, hold on oh. to that. Hold your fire. Uh, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super chat. One of my favorite moments from Rand, just call me shows off his dragons and starts schooling Kooladin, calling him out. It's Absolutely. so good. Because Kooladin looks like such a freaking idiot and Savannah's like oh no god mm -hmm. damn it what do I do? like I was like this moment is so well played out uh, like I Fantastic. honestly cannot believe that anybody followed Kooladin but yeah what a little whatever ugh. um but yeah Rand is like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make it rain because they've yeah. probably never seen that before uh, well yeah and so it, it starts to rain and I was so excited to get to watch the reactions to the rain but we don't get that no. instead Glinda shows up with her dang bubbles wow uh, it's Celine good to see up. me, isn't it? Um, yeah, no, no, uh, Lanfear shows up. Yeah. Lanfear has made a bubble mm -hmm. around Rand. No, Rand made that. He pushed, he made the shield and pushed them out, right? No. No, no, no. The, the, he is standing there reveling in the rain and then the bubble forms around him and everyone gets pushed away from him and they're bashing trying to get into it and Lanfear's there, not oh. wet. Oh. Lanfear makes the bubble around them. Joe! Joe! Oh my god, Joe, thank you for that super chat. I'm so sorry that your name's on it. I know you wanted it to be anonymous, but... I'm so sorry. Nobody look at it. Nobody look at it. I didn't read the... Um, thank can, you. Can someone, like, ban their name so that we can't... Can a mod, like, hide their name? No, I don't um, know. Joe, thank you so much. That is incredibly kind of you. Seriously. Thank that you. That is wild. Um, thank you. Um, and I'm so sorry that it wasn't anonymous. Uh, we do have a PayPal donation link. I should just like set that up here in case people want to donate anonymously. Yeah, I never, I never thought. Uh, the problem it. is with those is that we wouldn't be able to read your questions. It's, but we'll, we'll figure that out later. We wouldn't get a message yet. I'm, we could maybe make alerts on here though. I don't know if you, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. That was incredibly kind. Yeah, for real. For real, for real. Um, so yeah, no, Lanfear makes a bubble and talks to, uh, and like tells Rant, uh, some stuff and is like, Hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, and Lanfear is like, I was a sender because I didn't want to be fat. Yeah, it's like, okay then. <laughs> sure. I mean, it feels very Lanfear, so I'm not like surprised. 
but I was like, all right, wow. Well, and I really like that Rand was like, I didn't expect you to uh, reveal yourself so soon, but I knew it was you. Oh, Rand, yeah, that's what I mean. Rand is smart. Rand is oh, smart. Yeah. Well, and he told us that, right? He said, I feel evil. Like, they're, 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 they're evil. They need to come with me. And what I like about it is that he's like, they have to come with me. Yeah. I, you keep your enemies closer. And he knew that. Yeah. Right? He knew that and he did the right thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like Rand. And because of that, he learns that Asmodian is trying to get into Ruidian to get that, uh, the, the Tarangriel. Yeah. Or the like, Sangriel. Where, where is he? And I called it. Guys, I was like, the Gleeman, he's freaking sus. Yeah. He's freaking sus. Because he was trying to learn too much it. about Ruidian. Yeah. 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 You were right. Uh-huh. You're a smart lady. You're welcome. <clears throat> Oh my god. She was Kale. Oh, I have it the other way around. Was she... No. No, she said she was not... No. She said no. And and she like possessed... She like possessed Isendra or whatever it is. She was like, some of the stuff she stole was me, but some of it was her. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh no, she was Kale. That makes sense. Yeah. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. How does that mean? What do you mean? Because she... I thought she, like, possessed her. Yeah, Sandra's a hot lady, and Lanfear possessed her because she, like, stole stuff and got in trouble for it. We'll figure this out for the recap. Um, yeah. We're busy! Um, so... Sorry, that was housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put the thing on our notes. Uh, so, um... Rand has to open a door. Mm -hmm. uh, apparently, he can just open doors in space now uh, and walk on... Cool trick, him and Perrin. Flying bricks yeah. um, into the air. Yeah. Uh, and Natil, the Gleeman, is just ahead of him, so he, yeah. he just left. Yeah. And they, he's chasing him through the, like, space between the world between worlds. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we're busy right now. No. Good yeah, we're busy right now. Thank you. Okay. Um, and so the... Oh, your oh no, we're gonna it's gonna die. Alright, so he chases. Just wanna, if we hover over it, we'll be able to. It says ten it. minutes. It says okay, 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 okay. Um he chases uh Nathiel through the world between worlds from Star Wars, like it's wild. Yeah. And opens another door on the mm -hmm. other side and is just in Ruidian. So Rand now has fast travel. Well, it's kind of similar to the like what Perrin has in the dream world, right? I feel like it's that, but in the in the awake world. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and so they so, fight and they go at it. And we yeah, get another. We go at it. We, so three Forsaken fights at the end of this. Perrin shoots Lord Luke in the dream. Yeah. Rand takes down Osmodian in uh, Ruidian. And Nynaeve takes down Megidian. Mm -hmm. We're getting like, we're straight up fighting the Forsaken at every turn in this section. It's massive. It's so big. Yeah. I'm glad we have a book recap because I want to talk about all this stuff more. Yeah. And like, it's going to be fun to dive into like which Forsaken did what and whatnot. Absolutely. That is going to be in two weeks. So for those of you who want to do the book recap with us, that will be uh, the first week of June because next Friday... The book club video that's going to go up is going to be our Star Wars special edition that will be. Um, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be recording that at Star Wars Celebration yes. and putting it up, um, hopefully in our usual spot on Friday. But we're still working out the kinks in that. Um, so as soon as today's stream is over, um, the things that we missed, please do bring them up in the Discord, yeah. in the questions channel. Now it, that that do not spoil anything in that channel. The mods will be going through it before we see any of it. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, that we will open that up right away. Yeah, and so definitely uh, anything that we missed uh, this week, definitely bring it up in that questions channel. 
please, because mm -hmm. we want to get to all of it in two weeks' time for yeah. that video. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So uh, Rand and Asmodian fight. Yeah. They're throwing, they, and, and Rand wins. Yeah. They're both holding on to the Terangrel, so, or Sarangrel, so they both have half of it. Yeah. And they're just... And Rand is like, wait, I have the thing. Mm -hmm. And like pulls the power from the, the, little, the little one that he has. And it's just enough to give him the edge. Yeah. To get over it. Which like goes to really show how powerful our main characters have become yeah. in this. And how powerful that Terangrial is. Like, scary. And Lanford comments on it. She's like, you felt it. Like, oh, I'm jealous, basically. <laughs> like, gosh, what I wouldn't give. And um, so Asmodian's defeated. Yeah. Rant, you know, I don't Cut know. Cut off from the Dark One, which is super interesting. He's not he's not stilled or gentled or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. There are literal, like, ties to the Dark One that the Forsaken have that, like, let the men channel without going mad, which mm -hmm. is so fascinating because I was like, I don't and know. And he shatters that. Yeah, he, he breaks that. And Asmodian yeah. is ruined. Like, this, so like, cool. he's, he's screwed. And so Lanfear kind of, like, not gentles him, but basically like shields him enough mm -hmm. for like a trickle of the power to come through. Yeah, so Landry just appears because apparently yeah. she can do the door trick too, which is how she's been getting around. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes um, sense. And she she basically like semi-shields him? Yeah, semi-shields yeah. him, which will wear off slowly over time, but she's like, it'll be months before he's able to like... And by the, time, by the time he's able to channel at full power, you'll have blown past him so far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I love this. We yeah. finally have someone who can teach. I didn't, it's almost even cooler than it being low game. Yeah, I never... This is something I could have never predicted. No. God, no. Like, really, traveling with a Forsaken? Yeah. Very, very, very fucking cool. I'm so excited to, like... Yeah. I, I'm so excited for the beginning of the next book. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, my God. Um, I'm also just... Like, it, Rand takes those two Sa'angriels. That spells danger. Yeah. I like that when he was holding the Sa'angriel, he could feel the one that they passed on the road. And it's didn't tied I say, to that statue. Didn't I say I was like Lanfear says there's like two super powerful Triangrial. What if it's the one that's buried that they were like excavating? It's tied to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Very cool. Very I cool. It. I wonder if it's more powerful the closer they get to that thing. Yeah. Um, okay, seven minutes. Um, so they go back to Alkair Dal, um, and uh, Rand is like, "You're gonna pretend to be J uh, Natil still. You're gonna be my Gleeman, mm -hmm. and you're gonna hang out, and you're not gonna tell anybody anything, or else um, bad things will happen to you." Yep. Uh, and they go back, and the rain has stopped. Rand blessed the rains in the threefold land, mm -hmm. but now it's stopped. And uh, a bunch of people left, but like 75% of people are still there. Mm -hmm. The Shido are gone, obviously, because they're the bad guys. And uh, Rand has an army again. We, we have the people of the dragon 2.0. Yeah. All right, let's go. We have to get through this podcast really quick. High, low for the section. Okay. So the way we do this, she does her high. I do my low. She does her low. I do my high. It's my dinner table thing with my family. We commiserate over the bad things that happens and celebrate the good things. High. Uh, my high is the battle at Emmons Field. I, I can't. Mm -hmm. Like I just, that was the, and the moment that parents sees Fael. That's right. it. My low is that it ends here. It's bullshit. The, the end of the book is fantastic. Uh, and uh, I, I needed more. I needed more resolution on things, and I can't wait for the next book. Um, my low is honestly that um, <laughs> that that uh, they didn't do anything about Seeker, and he's gonna be a pain in the ass next book. Oh yeah, yeah, the Sanchen are gonna be a pain in the ass forever. Yeah. Uh, my high, uh, Perrin lost his virginity. Good for you, boy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, my actual high uh, is is just the, the entire Battle of Emmonsfield. I think it's one of my favorite chapters in like literature. Yeah. I, I loved it so much. Ever. Um, and it is it is one of my favorite things I've ever read. Mm -hmm. I think it is the perfect use of emotionality in a battle scene. 
I, I, I'm, I'm blown away by it. Yeah. Like, I don't think you could make that better ever. I bless rains in a tire doll. Um, and I added my smut corners throughout the thing. So smut, add some more sex scene. Go sex scene. Um, uh, uh, I don't. Asmodian is going to have to, uh, Asmodian teaches Rand to channel, uh, by, uh, they're, they're going to have to like um, masturbate together. My it's gonna God. be hot. Some mutual, some mm. My uh, my my smart corner is that uh, Nynaeve uses the uh, ring to go find Lan in the dream world, and yeah. they just bone down every night. Uh, I think uh, Amathira, uh, Amathira and Elaine. Elaine's gonna teach her uh, some real world. You know, she's she's got to she's got to prepare her for the real world, and yeah. so she teaches her uh, go 